evening, Street Fight friends and family. Welcome to the program. Uh, your co my co-host, uh, our, our wonderful, very special guy, Brian Quinby, has a religious holiday today. It's Forbidden Door. He's celebrating um, at the Church of Pro Wrestling and will not be with us. Uh, so I got us some guests. Uh, Tony and Alexander from Minion Death Cult. Um, we love the show. We talk about it all the time. We toured with them. Um, they are always doing the the dirty work, the dirty Facebook work that nobody else wants to do. And tonight they're here to uh, answer the phones with me. So if you have questions specifically for them, if you've always had something on your mind, you're not an email person, you're not a texter, you're a call somebody on the damn phone type. You're old school. Uh, we're here for the next two hours, 614-655-3887. That's the number to dial um, if you want to hear, if you want to talk. I'm sorry. If you want to hear, you can just go to uh, EFM here in Columbus, Ohio, 92.7 or 98.3. Uh, you can go to twitch.tv slash Radio. Come chat, hang with the gang. Uh, and also podcast, good old, good old fashioned podcast, regular old always on the phone podcast we still do those things so anyway you want to enjoy street fight we're here and support us over at patreon.com slash street fight radio and uh, i i want to say uh real quick you know your patreon content ha- content has been great but uh the merch you guys are putting out is like the shit i really love the thank stickers you. y'all there thank you they're, thank they're you. real good we're real proud of those we haven't uh well Thanks for having us on the show, by the way. Yeah, thank you. I gotta say that uh, the fucking the song hit so much harder when you're on this side. Uh, I did kind of feel like a pro wrestler a little bit. If I would ringtones were still a thing, yeah. <laughs> if ringtones were still a thing, that might be my ringtone. Well, like, I don't do it. Maybe a ring back. Yeah, ring ring back tone. Oh, because then you would know you're calling a street fighter. I don't listen to any wrestling podcast, but I still imagine Street Fight Radio has the most wrestling intro walk-up song mm-hmm. of any podcast. I, I felt like a pro wrestler. Yeah, we got to do it one time when we were in Houston. We hooked up with uh, Party World Wrestling and uh, got to play it and run into the ring. So it's like a, one of the best oh moments my of my life. Yeah, yeah. yeah we got amazing. to run the ropes, <laughs> heard our backs on them. It rocked. <laughs> Did you step between which rope did you, how'd you do it? I would be so stressed about what to do. I slid. I was, try to hop. Oh, you slid. That's I was hard. so That's nervous awesome. about sliding, sliding, but I was like, this is, I don't, I'm going to feel awkward. I can't be slow about it. I'm going to slide in and just pop up like surfboard style. Hell yeah. That's awesome. That rules. That's, that's a good move. That's an Thank athletic you. move. I probably would have tried to go over like, like I was hopping a fence with one mm-hmm. hand. Mm-hmm. Before realizing yeah. that the ropes are more, you know, elastic than a fence board, probably just. But then you realize you have more airtime. Elbow and shoulder at the same time. <laughs> Dude, they're hard as fuck. They're like tight. They're they are really hurt strong. So you could you could springboard over. I think you could do it. You, you seem like you got the skills. Yeah. Uh, yeah, though I, you know, we do have uh, cool merch. Though I don't know why Tony changed the subject so quickly, uh, but. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we do have two stickers. Uh, all the proceeds for the two new stickers we have are going to uh, abortion access networks in states with trigger laws. Mm-hmm. We're not making any money off of those. We just we just like the dang stickers. Uh, the first one we made, we made it about a month ago. It's it's uh, it says 
uh, choose life, stay out of my uterus, and it has a switchblade on it. Okay. Very tight, hard bodied. And then you know, I I don't have a uterus, so I you know I can't I can't really put it on my I could put it on my car, but it wouldn't make much sense. Uh, and then our buddy Nick at Terminal, who is Terminal Radness, who does graphic design. He's uh, worked with a lot of big brands and bands and does a lot of cool shit. He just threw out <laughs> a random tweet that I really liked. And I said, you need to make this shit into a sticker. And he hit me up and he's like, let's do a sticker, man. So uh, we haven't announced it on our show yet because we didn't record today. We're recording tomorrow, actually. But uh, yeah, we have another uh, abortion with fundraising sticker that says abort the court and it's got a picture of the supreme court on it it's super sick it looks like uh it has a nice like 70s you know protesty old school politic bumper sticker feel that you want from a bumper sticker uh get it for yourself get it for a gift all the proceeds go to to you know abortion funds so they're tight thank you for for you know checking that out do that i'm putting that one on my pack bar mm. Hell yeah. Yeah, I, um, I love their badass. They're uh, aggressive. That's just what I like to see. Um, I actually, I had, I mean, it's getting so fucked up right now. Um, I was heading down the road, and there's this, like, major stop where you get off to, like, a freeway. And I saw some people that had signs that said, like, homosexuality is a sin, sodomy is a sin. Like, they had they were out there and I was like so pissed about it and I drove past them and like on the way back, I'm like, all right, I'm going to like at least roll the window down and like tell them to come over here and throw my water in, in their face or like tell them fuck you or something. And they were gone. Um, but now I'm just like, the, the only move is just to jump out of your car and like grab their fucking sign and break it in half and then drive away. I, I, what else can we do? Yeah, it, it's was it was that like was it like Westboro Baptist people? Like that's pretty. No, it was real. I know that's that sucks. That sucks when it's not them. When it's when it's like not like the little kids holding the signs where you know that's what hateful. it is. And there was um, a church guy. There was ugh. one of those fucking one of the somebody in a weird collared outfit. One of like some sort of church person out there too. It was weird. I think uh, I think we should vote those guys away personally. I think so yeah, did you try just checking them off? Just putting a little check mark by him, or not putting a check mark by him. I don't know. I don't know what to do here. I don't know how to vote for that. It's hard, man. Because, uh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. The ballot's written really weird, so I don't know if I'm if I'm voting yes or no. I don't know if that gets rid of him or gives him more money. I'm not sure. Uh, it's hard because they're they 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 won on on this one, you know, mm -hmm. and they and they win pretty frequently despite all their bitching and moaning, which you know we of course cover every. Twice, twice a fucking week, all of us do. Uh, they win, you know, and it mm -hmm. sucks because they're not like particularly good at it. It's just they have, they already have the power, you know. They already have the status quo. They have these elements. They have the institutions, those institutions that the Democrats love so much. The Republicans, the right wing, the Christian fundamentalists. The, the, that's those. That that's theirs, you know. Yeah. And, yeah. Well, all these dork asses can can be as hateful and stupid and embarrassing as they want, and it doesn't matter because there's like real the adults are in charge, so to speak. Yeah, absolutely. I think a lot of a lot of it too is this whole thing where um people all these things that have been going on for so long, you know, because I think people kind of felt secure that oh this isn't going to get overturned. There's like I don't know why they felt secure in that, but they so they weren't worried about everything else leading up to it. 
And the whole time we were kind of saying like, hey, this involves every all these things we were out on the streets for. It involves everything. It all it all involves this. And because y'all didn't care about that, this was easier to take. And and now now we're here. And now those police we're trying to get rid of are like brutalizing you for trying to you know advocate for your bodily autonomy. And it's like we just they don't ever do that stuff. They have one big grand plan and one direction where we're kind of like pick and choose, you know, like like on like not we but uh, like you know the Democrats. They they don't you know it's it's so easy to dismiss. Um, and now and now they they've come for they've they've gotten to everybody because this this is the one that like you know even though it's always affected everybody, this is the one where you can't deny that it affects everybody. Um, so yeah, it's 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 time to I don't know. We're gonna see. We're yeah. gonna see how this takes out. The 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 the, the far right has the people that are willing to just do shit and just say I don't know. I mean, this if you think about it in a really weird law way, I guess we can make you know interracial marriage illegal again if we if we had to do it based upon yeah. the laws or whatever they want it to be. It's um, it's all very scary, but they're going to go down there, and we don't have anybody that's just like standing up for this. Something that is like whether or not Republicans can bring themselves to say that say it they they need abortions just as much as everybody else everybody mm -hmm. needs the fucking access to this shit it's 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 so absurd um and and i can't believe that we're losing this much ground and they just want to campaign harder and uh, don't want to just be dickheads and and make a move to to do something real they they are really afraid of take put taking a stand yeah they don't they don't care like their values, their policy, their like utmost policy decisions aren't policy policy decisions. They're like uh it is preserving the image of the United States as a functioning democracy. And it is preserving the idea that their role in that system, in this system, serves a purpose. Like they, they don't want to break the system or step out of it or push the system in one direction or the other because they already have their place in it and they depend on it. And so their, their goal is to preserve the system. Their goal isn't to achieve certain like benefits for all of us. Their goal is to like reinforce the idea that the Senate is good, that the Supreme yeah court is good that congress is good that the seat of the presidency is good um and it's it's becoming blatantly clear that that two like one it's not good and two it doesn't even work like it mm -hmm. doesn't work and if it did work it's it's bad when it works you know and i don't know how many democrats they can keep uh tricking into believing this because that's their whole argument is oh we need to save these institutions we need to go through the proper channels because that's how that's how democracy is achieved and that's how history is written and that's how the long you know the the long arc of history bends towards justice or whatever that's like the game that the democrats are playing whereas mm -hmm. republicans aren't playing a game the right wing isn't exactly. playing a game they're actually doing politics and we and Democrats, people who are like the Democratic voters are like, what the frick is going on here? I don't get it. Yeah. Right. And, and they do this thing where they're like, why aren't why aren't they like giving us any concessions here? We gave you so many. Aren't you supposed to give us some? And it's like, no, <laughs> like you said, they, they weren't playing a game. They were getting they were getting it done. And we were saying, well, as long as we keep reaching across the aisle, as long as we keep making concessions. 
And now we have, because of the way they've been working this propaganda for so long, we have people like, like, like my mom, for instance, right? Who she says something like, well, I got to be honest with you. I'm like, what's, what's, what are you going to say right now? And she's like, well, mm -hmm. I'm not, I'm very pro-choice, but I'm not going to say I'm pro-abortion. And I'm like, but then why do you even have to say that? Don't you realize that thinking you have to clarify whatever you think you're clarifying means that they've won? Like, if, if that's the attitude you're going to have, then may as well get rid of it. Like, and, and that thing is, that is the attitude a lot of people have because they just don't, they, they are worried that um, there is this like fear of like, I don't know, evil or something like they, they think they're being evil or something like that when they're just being stupid. And like it, the propaganda has worked. It's, it's been beating their heads for so long. Um, that it, it's, it's worked to where they think, oh no, I'm, I'm all for autonomy. I'm all for choice, but I'm not going to say I'm for abortion. And like, it's that whole myth. It's like, no one's out here. No one's out here when they're, when their friends are like, oh my God, I'm expecting no one's going. So I think you should probably abort it. Mm -hmm. That's not what's happening like ever. Mm -hmm. So it, it's, it's this, it's all, yeah. It's just fear of, of this something that's not happening. It's really sad. It's really sad how effective yeah. they are. And it's cause they just, they're relentless. They don't, they don't let up. Yeah. That's rough. Yeah. Um, well, I um, did want to bring you here for also some some lighter fare, but maybe not. I don't know, really, because I have a confession to make. Um, you two are like both really big music uh, idols of mine and that, you know, have a solid take on things, understanding. Um, but I have been listening to country music so much mm -hmm. to the point where, like, I feel like I've if I was singing Toby Keith out loud and you two like pulled up and saw me, I would be embarrassed. <laughs> I wouldn't do if no it's way. Toby Keith, I mean, maybe, yeah. Like, <laughs> but the, like, is it, is it all, is it that stuff though? Is it like that? Is it that type of country that you're, that you're listening to right now? Are you listening to like, yeah, I've gotten into the worst, of the worst. Yeah. The Toby Keith, like being washed up. I, there's like songs about being washed up. I really like, and I think are funny now for some reason. I'm very much of the man, the mindset that the worst, the, the worst thing that happened, the worst thing about 9-11 is what it did to country music. Yeah. I think the country music was good before 9-11. I think that 9-11 ruined country music. Yeah, I, I did see, actually, I saw like a TikTok comedian that's like calls himself like the real redneck or something. But he was like straight up said he was like, we fucking I, we always hated the police ever since I was a kid. Like he yeah. was straight up like that's not like country at all to like the fucking police you know yeah you're supposed to like moon them in the back of your pickup truck when you're <laughs> exactly. driving by but you know like that's, yeah. what you're, that's supposed to be cool right after yeah, shenanigans. I, I i still want i like i want like i was feeling that way about um gospel music today i sent alex the song today that i heard and it's it's this amazing god and the thing is like gospel i'm i'm not a religious person at all and i actually think that like you know a lot of the problems we're facing now are byproducts of the, the impact of religion on America, but like gospel music is so fucking good. And like, yeah. I, I hate that this song, the whole song is like count on the Lord. The Lord's going to take care of you. Like we got you, but the song is beautiful. Like I was confused when you sent it to me. Well, not when you sent it to me, because it starts off and it's like kind of like rock and piano. And I was like, Oh, I know why Tony sent this to me. Like, I like this piano, you know? And then, yeah. uh, and then it gets into it and it's like, the lyrics are like children singing, like yeah. have in the Lord, don't do anything without asking the Lord first. And I was like, wait, did he send me this to make fun of it? No, it's just, it's just sick. Yeah. The song is called a uh, stand on the word, uh, by the Joe Burt singers. Okay. 
Um, but like, yeah. So I know what you mean. It's just a weird thing. It's like, but I like, but I like the music. Is that a Christian I mean, version of Crazy on that album? Did you listen to the full album? Oh, I, I did. It, it, I don't know if it's a Christian, but I think it's a straight cover. Um, it's, you know what's funny is that, so it's Crazy by Niles Barkley. By Niles Barkley, oh. yes. Oh, they uh, cover it, soft gospel. Uh, but I, it's funny is I, I listened to that and I tried listening to Niles Barkley again and they, they don't hold up at all. No, sure. yeah. I, so that, I remember hearing that song when I was in high school. I was like a senior in high school when that song came out, I think. And I was like, shit, maybe I do like pop music. This is like a good song. Yeah, it's a good song. But no, but this one song is very good. But so I, I know what you mean, though, with that whole like, oh, it, it's, I'm still listening to it. It's also, I mean, it's a way like it's a pure fantasy to me. Like the songs are about like meeting the love of your life when you're 17 years old and just like jumping on the back of a truck and starting a farm somewhere together and shit. It's just like the most wildest, weirdest fantasies, like beyond anything I think. And also in correlation, there is like a loving God that's like chuckling the whole time. Like in every country song, there's, a, there's like God is in the sun. And just smiling yeah. and like giving a big thumbs up to like all the cutesy shenanigans going down either, on his green earth. It's either that or like someone you love meets God, which is like a whole different song. <laughs> no, that that's kind of well. Actually, I think a more a more a more direct comparison to what I enjoy that's like that is probably like Future's new album. Oh yeah, like Future's Future's wild problematic. Future's like so problematic. <laughs> no, I He's love addictive. this. I love this new album. That song he has with Drake, oh, that shit hits me so heavy. Like, it's so good. We're guys uh, of a certain so, age. So We're yeah, dads I, of a I, certain age. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. So I get it. Like, I, I get it. It's, it's, okay to, it's okay to listen to your... Because I, I know that even though you're listening to Toby Keith, I know you're not ready to, like... Um, I know that you, you're not, like, going to become a patriot because of it. Yeah, I do. You know? Yeah, I did want to tell... I told this to Tony already, but I wanted to include Alexander in on this. <laughs> The other problem is that like when you get on Spotify country, all of a sudden like a good song will come on and it'll be like fucking Morgan Wallen. And then I'm like, fuck, God damn it. You tricked me into to that shit. But even worse, this new remix of Watermelon Crawl, which is oh like God. an mm -hmm. old classic uh, by Tracy Bird. This new one shows up and it has like just like bass added and it just sounds like hip hop type stuff. But it's really Tracy Bird on there. And when I check and see who the artist is, it's Joel Patrick. Do you know that oh name? Oh, my God. It's Joel fucking Black Patrick. Redneck. Yep. The original Black Redneck. Yeah. It's, it, it's, it's funny. I just kind of assumed that you sent it to Alex, too. Alex, it's bad. I, didn't want to, I literally didn't want to send it to you twice. That's why I sent it to you. It's, 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 a, it's like a, yeah, it's just the same song with some 808s in it. And Joel Patrick singing auto-tune terribly over it. That's like a big gig for him, right? That's this. It sounds That's like it's a big huge. Song for him. It's a good That's get. Huge, yeah. yeah, it's a good get. And but the funny thing is, like, I sent it. I was I sent it to my uh, girlfriend. I was like, "Oh, this is corny as fuck. You got to hear this." And she was like, "Something about this seems racist." And then I was like, "Oh, it's this guy that wears like I picked the cotton for this shirt <laughs> T-shirt." Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. when you Google him, that's like what he what he wears. It's very weird. It's so like, funny. Something yeah. about this feels racist, but it's like it's coming from the inside. It's like <laughs> it's reflecting upon itself. It's a weird type of racism. I can't figure it out. Yeah, yeah my favorite photo of, of Joel Patrick, the original black redneck, 
is uh, <laughs> he's, he's wearing the shirt. He said, this, this shirt is 100% cotton. That's why I picked it. That's what it is. Oh, my oh. God. Yep. And he's standing next to two cop, two white, like sunburnt cops with bald heads. I mean, they're oh, all quick, the worst. They're all in on the joke together. It's really fun. We, we need to say that Joel Patrick is is a self-hating black man. Like, I don't know if we haven't said that part yet. So anyone's listening like, who doesn't hold Joel Patrick is, Joel Patrick is is the original black redneck, and that's because he is he is black. So uh, that, that's the whole joke. <laughs> That's like how he makes his money is by selling t-shirts. Like he's got a big Facebook yeah. following and he sells merch all the fucking time. And he's got like a good graphic designer who puts his like signature on all the little promo photos where he's selling, selling t-shirts. But my favorite was going to the web store that he has for all the t-shirts. And on one shirt, it says, you know, don't tread on me. It's got the Gadsden flag. Right next to it is a shirt that's just black with white printing on it that says, I am not a victim. Yep, and it's yep, like, yeah. if you're shopping here, like this might seem like a contradiction. It's like, one, you have don't tread on me, like somehow insinuating that, hey, I might be a victim. Like, don't make me a victim, please. Yeah. I'm, I'm worried about it. And then right next to it, I am not a victim. But then it makes sense because you, as a white person, are supposed to wear the don't tread on me shirt. And you're supposed to buy the I am not a victim shirt for your mm -hmm. black friend, coworker, yeah. co-host. Co-host, okay, yeah, right. buddy. So we we did buy the package deal. We did buy the buddy deal. We did buy the um mm -hmm. um. I'm not racist. I have black friends deal. And so we do have both shirts now. Okay, so exactly. um, you actually pay ten percent more if you do have a black friend. You, you <laughs> discount if Joel Patrick is your only black friend. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, thank you for absolving me from the of the crime of listening to country music a hell of a lot. Um. <laughs> I wanted so something I mentioned right before we started, um, which is I need to know uh, is you're uh, getting into different kind of drinks. I heard you talking about hop waters and all that stuff now, and I've been doing the same. Um, I started taking Wellbutrin, and I didn't need to drink beer as much, but right. like it, I really it. It feels some good to sit around with people and drink like a bad drink. It's like doing something stupid together kind of builds uh -huh. morale. And like, so it's gross and it makes you wince, but like it doesn't have alcohol in it. And I, I have enjoyed them pretty, pretty much. Uh, I, all the ones I've tried, like, I like it all to me. Uh, so what are y'all drinking? Well, what have you tried, Brett? You, are you talking about all the different hop waters? Yeah, I have, I do. The, I have one right now, the H-O-P-W-T-R. Yeah. It has nootropics and adaptogens, which is what that's fiddle faddle. That's nothing. What's the flavor profile on that bad boy? This is blood orange, which is good. Yeah, that was a and good uh, I drink them all day if I want, but they're expensive. And then it's also still like you have to be wasting money. <laughs> that's another thing that's fun about drinking is like we're wasting money, you know? Yeah, yeah a little luxury. It's it's like, yeah, drink yeah, because it's like a luxury, slight luxury and uh, a vice at the same time. And yeah, like. I don't have any fucking vices anymore. It sucks ass. I can't do shit anymore. Uh, I, I did start, uh, this isn't to change the subject, but I did start smoking baby weed because that's. Yeah. Yeah, you did. That I lost all my tolerance for weed after not smoking for 10 years. So now I oh, smoke. Oh, Delta 8? No, it's called CBG. It's like hell. Oh, Brian has that too. It's good. It probably, you, it, it probably would like perk you up, Brett, if you, if you tried it. Yeah. Uh, it's it's nothing. It gets me a little buzz. I like it. 
But um, yeah, I can't drink anymore. So I tried the hop water stuff. So expensive. I was like, it was like eleven ninety nine for a four pack of, of twelve ounces. I know. And I felt so embarrassed buying it, but I like had to try it because I was I was thirsty. I was thirsty for something weird, you know. And uh, I don't like kombucha, <laughs> so I, I had to try this. And then uh, somebody, I don't know, somebody tweeted at me. Somebody turned me on to the Lagunitas Hoppy Refresher. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is the shit. Was it Ron? It might have been Ron. Ronnie. It might have been Ronnie. Yeah, Ronnie, I think, said he liked it. But I think a couple different people said they liked it. A couple other people said Hoplark, which is uh, tea brewed with hops. Ooh. Yeah. Kind of a weird flavor, to be honest. Um, mm. I like them because they have caffeine in them, but I, it's cool. like the bitterness of tea mixed with the bitterness of hops. Not really a good combination in my mind. I like one or the mm. other. Right on. Right on. Lagunitas uh, Hoppy Refreshers are, are sick, though. They taste like sparkling watered-down lemonade, but like a little heavier, you know? It feels like right. a kind of. And nice. it does seem counterproductive, but um, they do mix really well with like gin and or rye whiskey. For sure, um, it, they're 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 really tasty. Really brightens yeah. them up. I'm still just <laughs> drinking beer, beer and uh, beer and Lacroix and uh, iced coffee. Beers so are yeah. not cool anymore, man. Sorry, I know, I know. Well, I'm not, I'm not. I'm, it's okay. I'm not cool. Yeah, I, I still I slam beers. Um, the, I've been getting those big ass juice forces from the drive through. They're like, like 20 ounces, boys? 9%. It's like drinking yeah. four beers at one time. <laughs> and I can just have one of those for $3 and be done. I well, haven't, I haven't had those, but, uh, the, the homie, the homie mountain Matt, uh, uh old, old, old friend, old, old friend of the show, uh, old close to the show, um, has call. been posting some wild looking ones, like thick blue ones, like, uh-huh. crazy green looking ones they look so fun and it's i like those, those are cool what are they i don't know what they are they're just like it's juicy just... super wild beers that have like a bunch of like actual juice in it and stuff it's just tall boys of really high percentage alcohol and they're like three bucks lots of sugar oh is it like malt is it malt liquor no it's beer it's ipas yeah, yeah. Oh. they're like, like hoppy and sweet they're wild Hmm. It's kind of Radlerish, I guess, just like juice and throw a splash of juice in a big beer. Uh, and then, like I said, it's yeah, they're great. Um, the other one, so the other thing I've been getting into, which I want to ask, and I haven't asked anybody smarter, and you two are smart. Um, Thank you. The other thing I've been getting into is caffeine a lot in these fucking energy drinks that are out right now. What the fuck are they? Like, how are they zero calories, but they taste like a dessert? The bangs and stuff? Yeah, and they change your body chemistry. They somehow go in there. The one I had, this is the worst ever. There's that ghost brand that tastes yeah. like just having a Sour Patch Kid. And um, it's I'm so embarrassed because I'm like, I looked up the company and it's like two like just Tyler looking dudes. And mm-hmm. they call themselves the world's first lifestyle sports nutrition brand. Yeah. Oh, sports I- nutrition. <laughs> I'm sorry, bro, but Red Bull's been around for a minute, so chill. Oh, sorry, what about Gatorade? Yeah, yeah, cranking, cranking like a bunch of clear Capri Sun shit and and powdered caffeine. Uh, yeah, not it's, new. I, to go into like GNC because I, I work out now. Everybody, just so you know, yeah, um, yeah you do. Yeah, you do. Congratulations, uh, GNC. I work out. 
Yeah, no. I don't I, believe you. Maybe, maybe, maybe you need to show us that you work out like more. On the, I think maybe you need to prove it on. Boom, oh my goodness! Oh it. my goodness! Wow! Move it. Do the move wow! Thing. It's so good. It's yeah. so good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What, what a babe to GNC and see like huge pop art brand names all around. Like, oh yeah. Ghost yeah. is one of them. That's how I know what you're talking about. They like, make a pre-workout. They make a pre-workout. It looks like a paintball gun company. It, like, what yeah. are you talking about being a nutritional supplement? No, yeah. it's that yeah. it's, it's like what's it's like that Nintendo paintball game, Splatoon. Like it's one of the drinks that would be in that. It's totally. like the it's totally dystopia, like happens so fast now when you go that there is like tropical unicorn thunder drink that just transforms you and somehow no calories it gets into you it it absorbs and then you're just like have a parasite relationship with it from there i guess i don't know i do i, I would love to talk like real shit on you but i just drink i drink so much coffee it's i know your coffee it's guy. fucking it's bad i drink like today i had um i went to my little favorite coffee shop i got an espresso i got an iced coffee and then i came home and I made I made this 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 carafe right here was full of iced coffee earlier. And that's the good stuff, yeah. And like and I made I made ice I made iced coffee before this. I drink so much coffee, it's like I know that my heart would probably thank me for not doing it. Mm -hmm. But fuck but fuck my heart, bro. Yeah. So uh energy drinks, are you yay or nay? Stay away from them, you think? Are they dangerous? You know what I like? I like the mates. I like the canned mates. Yeah, the mates. Oh yeah, those rock. That's a totally different kind of buzz, and so I'm not doing coffee. I, I fuck with a with like a the mint mate. Mm, give me that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I do. Uh, in the morning, I do caffeine via through like a pre workout. Okay. Yeah. So that shit's not good for you either. <laughs> well, it's got like blocked amino acids. So I mean that that those sound good, you know. Yeah. Uh, I do that, and then like around three, I have like it's called Premier Protein. Okay. Like a little carton Ooh, protein, but the one I get is cafe latte flavored, so it has uh, caffeine in it. So that's like my energy drink is like fake coffee and protein. That's cool. Yeah, I like I like an espresso before I work out or like do cardio or something like that. I like <laughs> to get an espresso. Yeah, that's also because there's that one Smoke. moment like where you, you might shit yourself, so you got to like real focus. And then that's that's really when you're gonna like that's really when you're gonna peak and have a good workout is that moment. Smoke a joint, get an americano, mm -hmm, blast mm -hmm, it, and then just start lifting mm -hmm, weights immediately. Mm -hmm. Yep, absolutely, <laughs> I absolutely. I squat the whole world. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, for real. Exactly. Though, I have to make sure to take my probiotic first thing when I wake up in the morning, because then right after that I do my caffeine, my pre-workout. And if I haven't had my pro, pro uh, probiotic, there's a chance I'll just immediately get diarrhea. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You got you got to set that base down. Yeah, me and Brian are trying to start an MLM for this. Maybe uh, get into supplements and getting everybody to sell them and make money off of their friends getting uh, supplements too. So we'll let you know. Cool. Yeah, thing. I mean, I'll take whatever you say to take that I can <laughs> tell people to take, and we can make all that money. You can just call it SFR for Street Fighter, right? like. Supplement uh, companies have the stupidest fucking names, and like all, half the time they're just letters, you know, like XLP yeah. or whatever. Like that's all you uh, SFR. I go to a gross grocery outlet for my protein now because they have like huge tubs of protein for thirty bucks. It's really good. How like oil drums? How big you go? Uh, it's like six pounds. 
Ooh, so it's like the size of a, a rack tom, I guess. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that was that was nice. the cool. That was the coolest thing to compare it to. <laughs> you know the size of a rack, a rack tom. All I'm right. Drummer, I just kind of know, you know, when it comes to music, I know what's been around. I've just been around drums a lot, you know. All right. Are you ready to take these calls? Yeah, yeah. let's do it. It's time to unleash these animals. See what they want to talk about. Uh, thanks for calling Street Fight. Who are we talking to tonight? Hey, this is Audrey from East Bay, California. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's well, good? Yeah. Can you I, hear us? Um, oh, I can. Can you hear? Y'all hear me? Um, All good. Mm -hmm. Super hyped on the Bev discussion. I actually wanted to call and talk about Bev. Um, I've been sober for almost eleven months now, and I've been only doing that by constant uh, canned beverages from grocery outlet. Um, yeah. You can get really cheap, good shit. Um, but I bought a 12 pack of liquid deaths yesterday oh, <laughs> for goodness. like seven bucks. And hey, wow, that's a deal. Guys, it's a deal. But uh, when Tony like mentioned this a while ago on Menu Death Cult, that uh, fucking liquid death is like really irresponsible, I never connected that. Um, and I don't know, it was just. It's stupid. Like, it's a drink for <laughs> for guys who are too pussy to let people know they're just drinking water. Um, <laughs> yeah. What yeah. uh, Tony's talking, if you haven't heard the, uh, our discussion about liquid death, uh, Tony brought up liquid death, saying that he, uh, uh, Tony can't drink liquid death while driving unless he wants to be shot by a cop, essentially. Yeah. It's, so it's much terrifying. <laughs> Like the, the the thought of having to tell a cop with a gun in my face, like no officer, it's 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 mango chainsaw, brother. No, it's just cool. Yeah. <laughs> That'd probably be too I, spicy. I like no, no, it's just the still. It's just the still. I DJed a, a like a woo woo non alcoholic party last night, and no one there had ever seen one of them, and I was drinking it, and people kept coming up to me and asking if I was straight up drinking a beer in this establishment and I was so embarrassed and it just Stunning. says like murder your thirst on it and yeah <laughs> um, that's awesome that, yeah, that no, really Bev, confirms my fear <laughs> um so I don't I mean liquid death is just water like for for guys um but water for I don't guys know who like water are there grocery outlets in Ohio? No, I don't know of any. I mean, okay. no, I go to Mark's. There is Mark's. I go to Mark's. There is one place I know of Mark's that's pretty good. Um, and they have all the name brand shit for affordable prices. And the best staff, they have, their staff will talk your ear off. The whole, they will just like stop the whole fucking line to have a real good fun discussion. They are the they are so bad from management standpoint, but they are so fun and I fucking love them. I keep hearing about grocery uh, outlet, no, but the well, one around me is just too far away. It's like just it's no longer savings anymore. Right. But I, I heard they always had crazy yeah, deals oh, on uh, on impossible meat. 
Yeah, our mind does. Five bucks sometimes. Like, That's right here. You know what I can't find? I can't find the fucking um, the veggie dino nuggets. I can't find them anywhere. They made those. I, I, I guess they make veggie dino, nuggets, but I can't who, find them anywhere. And I who I dared to do that? And everyone says grocery outlet. Hmm. Ooh. I mean, they probably. I'm interested. Before January nineteenth, twenty twenty. Thanks, thanks, Brandon. God damn it! It's true. That's true. <laughs> nuggies. Dead stock. Dead stock <laughs> dino nuggies. Uh, well, yeah, Bev, and then I also just wanted to say, like, um, I'm just fucking pissed about the row shit, and, like, I don't want to hear mm-hmm. anything about it anymore, and I've had to have, like, conversations with, like, old white women about, like, The Handmaid's Tale and shit, and I'm just so, like, done <laughs> at this point, and, um... I don't know. It's like hard to not be a doomer about it. It feels like yeah. I have a lot of friends in the Ozarks and they are already trigger um, trigger laws were in place for like a mm-hmm. year <laughs> in those places. So yeah, I know that everyone here is like plugging them, but um, lots of good abortion funds to donate to in Arkansas, Missouri and Texas and all the states where abortion has functionally been illegal. Um, yeah, I don't Ohio know. just did it. Feels weird. Even oh fuck, yeah. Um, uh, even in California, Six weeks. like it, it's it's technically legal to get an abortion in California, but like it's hard to do still. Like taking time off, yeah. like um, being supported through that, affording it, all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like the mm-hmm. bare minimum to be able to get one. So I don't know. Thanks, thanks for. Uh, the stickers and the the chat, and I appreciate you guys. Yeah, appreciate. You. Yeah, yeah, thank you for calling. No doubt. It, it yeah, thank you. I mean, it's exhausting, and like it sucks that Gavin Newsom uh, is getting all these accolades for saying like come to California, but do more, man. Like do more. Like don't just say come to California, cover your own costs. Like do more. Set a real example of what this is supposed to look like. Like fuck you. Um. Yes. Yeah. It's brutal out there. Sorry about that. That sucks. Uh, yeah, thanks for calling. Have a good one. Thanks, Gavin. Yeah. Bye. Peace. Peace. Yeah, that. Yeah, Ohio. Um, we had it kicked. It's six weeks now. Immediately, he just changed wow. it, our governor, dude. So yeah, I mean, which is not enough time to even know to notice. You know, like it's so easy to to mm-hmm. make it six weeks and be like, oh shit, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Shit is fucked up. The whole argument is absurd. The whole. Yeah. Absolutely is uh they're just assholes man there's bad people yeah they're shitheads um all right let me get over here let's see our next caller thanks for calling street fighter who are we talking to tonight hi it's nick from new zealand how are you guys hey What's nick up? from new zealand how's it you going all right yes yeah it's good man it's the monday here it's like 12 30 on monday um, after a long weekend, we had another long weekend here. Um, there's actually some pretty good Minion Death Cult uh, content. This was our first public holiday to celebrate the Māori New Year, Matariki, and you can imagine like all the old white boomers um, complaining about you know the new public holiday or um, <laughs> you know you know some pretty racist language in there. Mm-hmm. 
It's the uh, it's the indigenous holiday in New Zealand. Is it, is the indigenous New Year? Is that what you said? Yeah, yeah, it's the first one that uh, this year that uh, public holiday. So it's the first one that everybody gets a day off for. Oh, okay. Um, this year was pretty sweet. So people are so it's complaining, funny, even if you don't agree. Like, quick, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Well, people complain about everything. Yeah, but especially did, like, I mean, you know, we've still got some pretty. Did any um? But did any uh, grocery stores make ice cream or party favors for it? <laughs> uh, it yeah, hasn't well, it hasn't yet to to that level of dumb shit. But there, there's at least uh, a, a flavored milk that I saw. But like in the coming years, we'll, we'll see it, and it'll be real stupid and co-opted. Yeah, I wonder what what's the like what's the token flavor for indigenous people from New Zealand? What would be like the token flavor of ice cream? Mm, not me. I don't have any answer for that. <laughs> you know, I, yeah, I, I have no clue. I'm just, I, I wonder what that would look like. You know, I'm looking up uh, stereotypes. About, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you look up New Zealand cuisine, it's going to be pretty similar to Australia with some like very, very minor differences. Um, Mardi food is like interesting. Pretty interesting. Like if you um, look up that, there's a traditional way of cooking called a hangi, which is where you like set a whole bunch of rocks in a, in a fire and then bury them in the ground and put in the food there and cover it with soil. Yeah, that rocks. Awesome. It's, it's oh, pretty cool. What's that? It's a good pun. Um, I am yeah. also. <laughs> I'm also a person who hasn't drank for like three years, so um, New Zealand options is like. Uh, you know, it's all non-alcoholic beer, and we've got kombucha and bars, and that's about it. But I'm pretty interested in like hot water to find out what that's like. But if there's any in like specialty stores, uh, there's also athletic brewing. I haven't I haven't drank it yet. I don't know if it's quite what I'm looking for. Uh, but it is a non-alcoholic beer. It's kind of brewed like so. It's like an IPA. They have different uh, types. I don't know what kind of types they have, but they have types. I and love it. A lot of people like it. Yeah. Also, I was rocking and rolling. I drank like a, I cranked a six really pack of that, that like on a Friday night playing board games by myself. Like right. I was rocking and like head banging and drinking <laughs> it. I loved it. It's, it was good. The juicy IPA. Um, it, it, watch out for like your your local breweries too because people are making their own. Yeah. You know. Yeah, like if you, if you're around a group of people at a bar, like you wouldn't on a normal. Thursday night or something if you're home alone drink like you know glasses of water in three hours but you just have to match what people are doing around you you know it's real weird um, I guess that's the social function of it yeah when I'm at a when I'm at a bar um, I get I, just like soda water I, I just ask for soda water <laughs> and they yeah. half the time they just give it to me for free and I'm yeah, like all right well yeah five dollar tip then thank you Um, I, I obviously want to say, you know, like from the other side of the world, it's really tough hearing about the situation in the States at the moment. I know that the coming weeks are going to be even more fucked up. So, um, I mean, mm -hmm. props to everybody who's going through it over there. And hopefully, you know, like I always think about it, the importance of being in, in structured, organ, you know, structured sort of um, getting unions or um, community organizations or political action groups that can sort of stand together and and um, campaign on this sort of stuff, um, you know, with, with, with really good organization. Um, 
but yeah, man, I'm I'm not a woman. Need you know, none of us are. I, I guess so. It's hard to think on the issue. Yeah. And being in New Zealand, where we've sort of um, settled some law last year around abortion, um, yeah, just, just props to and and you know, um, strength to you guys over there because it's real fucked up, man. Hmm. Yeah, it's not looking good. Yeah, yeah. yeah Thank you. Gonna get, gonna get. Where's where it gets better for a second? Right, well, uh, I have to tell you guys to, about my soda um, water. Oh yeah, thanks, thanks for calling in, man. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Uh, you, you guys have a good one. I hope um, somebody makes it to um, the Sasha reunion shows if that still happens. Oh, that would be oh, sick. Yeah. Oh yeah. Peace. Uh, catch you later. Bye bye. Okay, bye. So uh, the the coffee shop I go to, it's like a it's it's the best, but it's all, I mean they're admittedly like very bougie, and that the, they like do have really good stuff, and they have this soda water now, and they just call it elixir, and I'm not gonna say the name of it because I don't want to blow up the spot, um, but it's this this soda water, it's a spring water that's naturally carbonated that they're importing from Spain. Um, that has it's delicious. It tastes a little bit like a tonic, like has a slight like saltiness to it, um, but it has lithium in it still. It has like a little bit of lithium in it still. Nice. And it, it's it's Very wonderful. Good. It like puts a little pep in your step. Like people used to you know oh. take lithium like drugs, you know. Um, yeah. And it has like tiny just a tiny bit in it, like just naturally. And honestly, That's like. Coach. It gets me. It gets me stoked, and I, I. It's so. It's so great. I love it. It's a. They just call it elixir, but it. And the, unfortunately, it's just. You know, there's not that much of it. I'll. I'll, I'll let you guys. I'll let y'all know the the name off off the air because we got to keep okay. it on the low because it's secret. It's very exclusive. Very. Uh, I don't want. I don't want to get too expensive for us later on. You know. Man from heaven. Got to keep while it amongst, on, amongst the elites. While we're on the subject of seltzer water, uh, I did. Tony and I did ask for the uh, non-apartheid like at home soda water maker uh-huh. Uh-huh. there was any any such thing and so nick gunsler you know terminal radness the guy who helped us do the abort the court sticker by helped us i mean he designed it and made it uh <laughs> he recommended arc carbonated water and it's like okay. a-a-r-k-e which is not owned by israel or an Israeli company, rather. Uh, so that's, you know, if you want to try that one, that's safe to buy. And then Ian, Ian from Kowloon Walled City, great band. Listen to Kowloon Walled City if you like post-metal or like heavy, kind of sad and ang- like anguished stuff. Uh, he recommended Sparkel by Bonnie. <laughs> so it's uh, Sparkel, S-P-A-R-K-E-L is uh, the name of that one. I, have, I haven't tried either of them. We just... We just asked for that. So if anyone yeah, wants to try, of, Brian was the more aesthetically pleasing one. Yeah, Brian was trying to develop a machine that like purified water and then carbonated it on the fly, like from a little pump in his house. And uh, we're not close to that. But um, I mean, I, I, it is you nice to, to get know it from a bar and make a restaurant the house place. because it's way easier than like drinking a fucking hundred cans of bubbly a week. That's that's my that's what I'm gonna do. That's my thing one day. Like one day when I'm like you know fully rich, you know, after I've done you know really like lean into the capitalism thing, I will just have a tap that is that is soda water. That's gonna be the one thing. I same nice. house I'm in now. Same. I'm still gonna rent. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna have that mm-hmm. um that one thing. You could, get, like, you could get a keg of 
soda water be even cooler than your straight edge cake of root beer Tony. That, uh, <laughs> yeah. well, it'd be cooler than my straight edge cake of cream soda because i'm different well it goes yeah root beer cream soda and then just plain sparkling water for adults yeah yeah, yeah. with with keg stands Oh, um, I think that was like a medication. Is isn't lithium a medication that makes you sane instead of crazy? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It evens you out. And it does. Least. It just gives you a little, a little. It's like a little, it's a little buzz, you know. Because my my favorite morning routine is I I go to my little favorite coffee shop. I smoke a joint on the way there. I get my I get my espresso. I get my iced coffee, and then I get my little lithium sparkling water, and I read a manga while I'm there, and then I leave. It's the best Thanks. way to start my day. Um, so I did want to say, I wanted to tell you all about this. Uh, we, I went ahead, Comfest was this weekend in town, which is like this local festival. It's the best thing ever. It started like 50 years ago <laughs> by just like hippies. It's called Community Festival. It's awesome. The vending there is like, they have all types of vending. It isn't bougie or anything like that. Everybody goes and hangs out and parties. They set up, um, stages in the park and all that shit. Um, so What's we were there big, like mid like who's playing there what kind of bands are playing there it's all local columbus acts oh, okay cool yeah it rocks and they're really good bands and they like they do give them a whole like setup and uh people go hard um friday and saturday night out there it's awesome it's i, I love it it's it, i really uh the best time in columbus um but we were there working at the wcrs booth and number one some like young kid walked up and was like, you're a radio station. Like, what even is that? I've, I've never listened to radio. <laughs> and we were like, um, well, geez, uh, that's a lot. But then there was this weird guy that came over and okay. So the, the lead, the guy that runs WCRS, not one of the head honchos of the, of the thing is Jim. And he is like a 70 year old hippie guy like really was like in the mud rolling around back at Woodstock and like um, very wild now still and like a Santa Claus type, Grateful Dead Santa Claus. Um, and so this guy comes up and he's looking over our programs and then I, we look at him and I notice he's wearing a biker cut, like a motorcycle leather cut uh -oh. vest. Uh oh, is it going to get dicey? And so then Jim looks at him and he goes, and the guy, because the guy's like, can I have these? And Jim goes, yes, sir, Mr. President. And like um, salutes him because his like, his, he has a patch on his shirt that says president, you know, of like the motorcycle oh club. <laughs> and as he walks away, it's the Sons of Anarchy, full <laughs> Red, Redwood Originals, no, no. Sons of Anarchy. And then... <laughs> And then Jim is like, says real loud, what? He had a patch that said president. And then the guy goes, ha ha, not funny joke. <laughs> I was like, he was a weird, I mean, I feel like he needed some counseling. I was so That's concerned. So funny. That's so funny. Cause like, like the thing is you're wearing this stupid shirt. that's really wild Replica. to wear in public. Replica and then TV like costume. And then it worked. And then it worked though. And then you got like then you got like then you got sassy about it. Like it worked. He called you president. You should have like flexed on him. You should have been like, I, I don't even care if I can take these. I'm gonna take them because I'm a yeah. scary biker man. I'm doing I, I what's had, best for the game. 
I had the opposite happen one time at, a, at like recently at an open mic where it was, it was this little place. It's it's cool. Like the open mic's pretty small, but it's like mostly other comedians like there, so it's not very many people. But for some reason, a local um, I'm not even gonna say it, but a very legitimate biker gang stopped in to get beers, and um, the homie who was working there, uh, shout out Steve Hernandez, uh. Uh, was like, oh, hey, guys, it's open mic. You don't want to hang out here tonight. And they were like, fine, no worries. And then like 25 of them shuffled back to the bathroom to use the bathroom and leave. And this tiny little white girl on the stage like starts to make like kind of jokes about it, but then doesn't make jokes about it and is not taking them seriously. Uh-huh. And it's the <laughs> one of the ones you actually need to take seriously. And then everyone leaves and she's like, Oh, uh, anyone else think we're gonna get murdered by those bikers right now? And on the mic, and as <laughs> as she says, as she it's says fair. that, that's extremely funny. <laughs> no, it's extremely funny. Except for as she says that, one more guy, the biggest guy, walks out of the bathroom. <laughs> I don't know. And they, like, they probably like that recognition, you know. Totally. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's why they do it. And I was like, man, they're gonna fuck up my car. <laughs> like they're gonna fuck up my car out there. And uh, it was just so funny because, like, it's one of those things where, you know, the, the bartender handled it correctly, like, knew how to take care of it nicely to where everyone was cool and stoked. Um, but the, the point on stage was, like, pretty shook, but also, like, joked about it a little prematurely. And it was so stressful. And the guy just, like, dead-eyed her the whole way out. Um, <laughs> but I was standing kind of by the door, and he totally had a laugh on the way out. Um, but it was, it was so funny, and it was a little bit stressful. <laughs> I mean, see that. I was like, man, I'm gonna get beat up today. This sucks because, like, I I can't like watch people get beat up, but I'm there's way more of them than other people who are capable of beating anybody up. And I'm like, oh, cool, I'm gonna get beat up today. All right. Um. Uh. Well, let's see who's next here on the phone. We got a full queue, actually. A lot of people want to talk to me in death call. Thanks for calling oh, Street Fighter. Who are we talking to tonight? Hello, Zach. Zach attack. Come on, don't be a skeleton. <laughs> Better don't. Be a human being. Zach Come on. Oh no, don't go into the light, Zach. Walk away from it. Resist it. You got you're strong. Come back to us. Come back home. Hello. Hello. There you are. Oh, yeah. We saved you. Saved your soul okay. from damnation. I, I have I had it on mute. Sorry. I was watching you guys on the stream. How are you doing? There? Yep. Yeah, we're, we're rocking. Yeah, I'm doing good. I'm uh, calling from Portland. Love you guys. Love both your podcasts. Oh, thank yeah. you very much. Um, yeah, I was just, uh, I mean, I didn't call with anything specific, but uh, I used to be a FedEx driver. Um, so. I love hearing uh, Alex's tales from UPS because it makes me jealous that I never had a union. You know, yeah, I can, would imagine. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I just, I know, I just, I couldn't. Uh, I wanted to, to tell customers to fuck off and <laughs> pretty much not have to deal with their bullshit. You know, a lot of times. So the yeah. FedEx culture. Seems way different uh, yeah. from 
culture fedex culture seems like like the driver culture i'm cool with all the there's like fucking four or five fedex drivers just for my route mm -hmm. can you guys hear me yeah, yeah 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 okay cool i thought i heard something but uh and they're all they're all like giving you less of a fuck than i do it's yeah as a guy, <laughs> which it's, is impressive yeah it's no no it's not a criticism but like they leave shit everywhere man they leave shit outside of a locked apartment building oh yeah 400 rooms in it and like a like a you know something somebody yeah, could yeah. put over the door and walk away with uh and i hear yeah. complaints about them all day from the other customers and i and i don't say any you know i'm just like oh that's up you know and then but it's like i don't i don't really care same time yeah 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 it's also kind of nice yeah, having yeah, someone I, doing the same thing yeah, you're doing but not as well if you look well, good. i mean it's like i I, play good. I tried to figure it out like i i figured because i i got paid per stop per package um right. so and we had to load our own pack we had to loan our own load our own trucks so we didn't get right paid that's to load our own so, truck. right how long does it take you to load a truck in the morning well, I, I would get there usually around 5.30 or 6 in the morning, and sometimes we'd have to wait because there was a, still a, a, a trailer coming at like 8 in the morning, you know? And it's like, fuck, we have to wait two hours not getting paid? Yeah, that's fucking crazy. Yeah. I, I, didn't, I didn't realize that because there's yeah. the FedEx guy, uh, he sometimes gets to a, a big hospital stop that I have every morning. He gets there like once in a blue moon, right at the same time I get there. And I'm like, fuck, man, I got to wait for this guy. But it's because he'll say like yeah. an airplane came in late or whatever, it's, you know, bringing, bringing the next day air. And so, uh, but yeah, that's crazy. I used to get mad when, during peak season. I had to wait in line for the guard shack when I worked at Ontario, California distribution center, because that was, uh, that was the airport in Southern California uh that i worked at for like eight years and you had to during peak season you know there's like 50 to 100 people trying to get into the fucking building at a given time and you got to go through the guard shack yeah so you got metal detector you got to put shit through the x-ray and then you have to walk yeah. airport size length to your work area to clock in and that's where you have to clock in so that's like 20 minutes 20, 30, and I was mad about that. Two hours is insane, though. That, that that's, could be, that's because you're uh, your independent contractors. Yeah. Yeah, peak right? season was a fucking nightmare always because we had we had uh, non-seasonal seasonal workers in the warehouse, so it was a fucking pact. And, you know, you just having a low... It was just a shit show always. I worked there. I did. So I'm from Ohio. I'm from, I graduated from, uh, Ohio state. I lived in Columbus for five years. I lived in, uh, 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 in the Victorian village, not far from Goodell park where Comfest was. Okay. I used to love going to Comfest. Um, uh -huh. and I, so I worked in FedEx in Ohio, uh, for about a year and a half. And then I, I moved out to Portland where I got a job almost immediately because it was peak season. So I got hired on and I was a good driver. So I got hired on permanently. Um, and I worked here about four years and yeah, there's just, I, there's just so much, there's so many awful stories of how, 
how bad that job was. I just, I, I, I don't miss it at all, but I love hearing, yeah, like Alex's, uh, stories where he can just not even give a fuck about what a customer complaint is. <laughs> it's so nice. It's like the best feeling in the world. I, uh, there was, um, there was a post in one of my UPS groups where it was like, you know, oh, I hated this job and I finally got to retire. Well, totally respect, but <laughs> I worked a lot of shitty jobs, man. I've, you know, worked in food service. I've worked manual, even more manual labor than I do now. And uh, this, I get to drive a truck outdoor and walk away from every customer if I want to. It's pretty nice. Yeah. It's funny. I don't think I ever told, yeah. told you, Alex, because, because they're always FedEx people. But I always felt for when I used to work at um, a bike shop. I used to work at this bike shop uh, called Don's, and um, I was I was like the inventory person. Like I would take care of the inventory, so I would receive all the orders. And FedEx drivers would deliver like twenty bike boxes, and it was and the thing is, it was four different people, <laughs> which is which is wild. Like, and I would they they would come in at you know they would come in twice a day, and it was always four different people. And I would feel for them, and it'd be like it'd be like sometimes their whole truck would be bike boxes. Was I'm like, this is not this is not the right thing for this. This is At least they're not heavy though. I sh I ship bikes too, and they're what like maybe yeah yeah they're supposed to be light. So yeah, but a lot of times they were like shitty kids bikes or tricycles, and like that sucked. The tricycle was like that's a, it's just giant and it's it's. It was pretty brutal. It was always FedEx people. Yeah. We would get like, uh, I think it was like Jeg's car part. Um, they were an account. And they weigh so fucking much, the car parts. And I was just always in a piss off mood every morning. So I would just like drop them on purpose and like yeah, probably fucking fuck them up. I don't know what car parts they were shipping but i would damage the fuck out of them i don't i don't i didn't fucking care no, like you didn't damage yeah. them you were you were testing them you weren't damaging them you were making sure you were doing quality control if it if it breaks in shipping it's not going to hold up in your car right right <laughs> when i was loading one of the one of the trailers i loaded regularly it would get specials meaning like uh a bunch of the same, same item, same company ship. And so we'd get, I'd get specials of fasteners, boxes of fasteners that like the size of an iPad, right? Like it's a smaller iPad uh -huh. and maybe six inches yeah. thick, weighed 65 pounds. And you'd get a whole mm -hmm. like cart and a half of them put up into a truck and it was just bad. And they break open. If you dropped them from over like three feet, they would burn, they would explode like a grenade because they were so packed yeah, tightly. Yeah, yeah. Or so tightly. Those things sucked. Bags Wait, of sand. You used to have to like do specials of bags of sand that are like sixty pounds and like burlap tied off bags. Yeah, yeah. You know what's a really funny thing is uh is fish, fish in water. Oh yeah, we uh, do. It's a, it's, yeah, it's a bag. Oh, it's a bag with a bag with a fish in it inside of a box. It's a yeah. bag of water with a fish in it inside of a box. It's so weird to move. Tropical <laughs> fish next to air. It's I remember dog dog food too. Dog food would be shipped in like they would just put a big sixty pound bag of dog food in a in a loose box, and 
don't know. It just it was yeah. such a pain in the ass. It was it just yeah. odd food yeah. boxes and cat, cat litter boxes, as you would imagine. Yeah, but wait, Alex, Alex, do you do you get uh, drug tested? No, uh, I've worked at UPS for sixteen years and I've never got. Should probably not have announced. We, we would get bad oh, idea. Well, no, right well, but we we would get random like twice a no, year. We would get a like, we would be we would get a like we would be loading our trucks and someone would come over and say you're getting random today. So you'd have to go to get your drug drug test un, unpaid unpaid before you did your route. You'd have to go drive to the drug test oh. tra- place and. It would take like two hours sometimes, and you're not getting paid. What is? I mean, the independent contractor thing is is like a scam run by you know somebody who invites you over and makes you pay for everything. They were like, you know, makes you pay for the dinner you ate after you they invited you over. It's like a yeah. real weird. They're like nickel and yeah. diming you guys out of, but it's like not nickel and dimes everything. <laughs> But no, I don't yeah, get. I only get tested if they suspect something. If they like well, have an issue with me, they can drug test me. But then uh, I just get sent to rehab. You know, so I would, to, I would go to rehab CBG for hemp. Nice vacation. The, the, the thing is, though, is it like your the things they don't like about you are not are not things that you could blame on like weed. They're like he, he's kind of a grump. They're probably like he probably should smoke some weed. He, he never yeah. stops oh, yeah. working. He's not. He is not chill. He is not chill. One time I was like, "How are you doing?" And he was like, "I don't have to talk to you." And he kept walking. I don't know. It's not but, a weed head yeah. trait. <laughs> my, uh, they tried to come in on my vacation. I didn't. I didn't talk about the. Uh, my my center manager like wanted to talk to me, and like, it was my. On, on road supervisor who I actually kind of like he was like uh you, you doing next week i was like oh i'm on vacation and he was like oh, oh, what are you doing and i was like, uh not not being here <laughs> i'm gonna be here <laughs> and he was like oh, okay <laughs> it was funny i don't like i think they were trying to get me to work on my vacation they'll like totally. like proposition yeah. you with time and you also get to like no, I I hate being here. <laughs> I don't want beer at all. I I would take uh, a day unpaid. Next time you answer the phone, you should yeah. answer the phone. And before they even say anything, you say, "Oh hey, how's it going? I'm really glad that you're calling me because we're gonna have a strike until they uh, we're gonna do a national strike, right? We're gonna shut down all shipping everywhere. Is that that's what you're calling? That's only." Call me when I'm not at work, right? That's the only reason why. You know, we have a, a UPS. This is you probably didn't have this when you were working there. Uh, we have an option to not deliver a package, like not home, and they need to sign or whatever. You gotta, there's a bunch of different options you can pick for why you're not delivering the package. And one of them is strike. And it means, like, not we're on strike, but there is a picket line. That we're not going to cross to deliver cool. this package to a striking workplace. And so you just hit the strike. You got to go into like non-delivery and then more options and more options. And then like the letter Y option is a strike. That rules. Yeah. 
Yeah, I had to let go of uh, Zach there because that connection was really bad. Whatever that wind brutal. was, was happening or whatever, there's a lot of extra noise. It was feedback anytime one of us was talking. I think you could hear us in, in his mic. Yeah. Um, I also, like, I've been, I've been uh, doing estate sales and finding weird shit to flip. And I've been, like, finding art and uh, large stuff that I have to ship now. And when I go to like the UPS store to do like a large painting, you know, it's like that'll be 80 to $130, depending on where you send it. And then when I go to FedEx, they're like, we'll do it for $38. Yeah. I'm like, I don't, I don't know if the level of service is going to be there. I don't yeah. trust that you're going to give a fuck about it getting there. Uh, yeah, it doesn't seem safe. The, um, you know, my, my, my one, go ahead. Go ahead sorry. My one pro tip for like shipping individual items like one time now is um is using the USPS click and ship and like making the label yourself and packing it yourself uh because you can just kind of like front a little bit and you just walk into the post office and you just say ready to go and they're just stoked that they don't have to talk to you. Yeah. And they won't fuck with it. As long as you're within reason. But I, yeah, uh, click and ship is the way to go. All right, what was I gonna? You were saying, Brett. Uh, you, <laughs> FedEx was a lot cheaper. I I was gonna tell. I, I wanted to, to Kyle. That's what his name was. Thanks, Zach. For, mm-hmm. Zach. Okay, Zach. thanks for calling in, Zach. Uh, I think he's still on there. Did you pick him okay. up again? Um, a lot of FedEx drivers are quitting. Zach, you have to you have to mute yourself hey, when hey, you're hey. when you're not talking because you have a loud ass phone. I'm sorry. It's fine. There's there? just like a lot of clamoring going on while Yeah, I think it's better. Talking. Oh, okay. Sounds okay, like... cool. Yeah, you sound good now. Um, I was going to say, yeah, a lot of FedEx, yeah, I'm, from what I'm, I'm hearing, I'm are uh, quitting, and right. it's, it's looking good for them. <laughs> I, you know, I don't know about the company as a whole. I think their stock is still doing fine, but uh, on the ground, it does not look good. And there was like... I'm not ordering shit anymore because I'm broke right now. Uh, but when I was like ordering stuff online, a lot of online distributors use FedEx just automatically. And yeah. so I would get a FedEx, you know, oh, here's your tracking number for FedEx. And I'm like, okay, I'll check this in a week and a half. You know, Yeah. <laughs> like I, I would, I mean, in no shots, you know, but it was just like FedEx. I, for a while there, everything was like at least a week late. Most of the time, like the average was probably around two or three weeks. It was crazy. I don't know what it's mm-hmm. like now because I haven't ordered yeah. anything recently. Well, they, they've got it structured in a way to where like they've kind of um, signed away kind of uh, accountability because they're really just like a name and a structure that individuals get to use. So if it takes a while, that's not really on FedEx. That's yeah. on like whatever driver it happened to have gone to is what they're going to be able to say. And, and it, it's like, yeah, of course it's not going to like, be efficient yeah. and of course people are not going to be stoked because you just create like a oh this is your fault no this is your fault when um beca- because because yeah, you're, yeah. you're not all together you're independent you know it's that's how it works yeah they yeah, totally and- they took because of the independent contractor system they totally pit people against each other and make it seem like it's not the company's fault it's the independent independent contractor's fault and yeah yeah like like yeah, as a driver, it sucks because you're not a fucking employee of the fucking company. When who do you think of as the face of the company of fucking FedEx or UPS? You think of the drivers, right? Yeah. So when you're not, yeah. you're not literally not an employee of FedEx. 
it, it just it yeah, fucks it up. It's yeah. So um, which one did you did you work for Ground FedEx Ground? No, I I, uh, I worked for Ground when I first moved out here. That was the company that I I got hired at. But uh, I mostly work for home delivery, which I don't even know if that exists anymore. Home delivery because it's been eight years. So home delivery, I yeah, think got kind of ate up into ground. Mm-hmm. Okay. There's uh, different FedEx companies. Yeah, so might yeah. not know. Express. Yeah, yeah. There's FedEx. There's Express, Express and then there's which is Express get ground. Express gets paid hourly, so they're actually better than ground. Ground when I worked yeah. for ground and home delivery you get paid per stop which is you know it's yeah. like it's fuck like i said you don't get paid to load your truck if you're stuck in traffic you're not getting paid you know uh, um so hey one one yeah. quick question it's, uh you said you worked during peak uh did you have a helper and if you had yeah. a helper were you the one paying the helper was the helper your employee no, no. The, my my contractor would pay if, if I had a helper, which was usually just me training, training someone, a seasonal driver for them to use as a driver. You know, um, they it. would they would pay for that. I mean, I didn't pay it out of my pocket. I do fuck that. But I liked having a helper because it was just like I could just say here, here, go run this to the door, um, mm-hmm. you know. But uh, yeah, you yeah, have a, it made it made it easier. But yeah. In our contract, if we train another employee, we get uh, automatically paid a dollar more every hour that we're Tight. training them. So, I mean, it never really happens, unfortunately. Like, which we have okay yeah. uh, supervisors, like skill wise, we have okay supervisors in in the building. So, them training dudes and, and gals, non-binary pals, is not really that big of a problem. Uh, but I've worked at some centers yeah. where the training was really fucking bad and just all all the new drivers like would do just everything wrong and so if they'd cover your route they'd have done like three wrong yeah. things or uh they'd be sheeting up right. packages weird so that when they came out the next day to me they were all like in the wrong place or stuff like that so it would be nice to be able to have drivers well, train drivers I want to say I, I had a lot of weird trainees, but I never had someone as weird as you, that guy you had, the, the guy who would <sighs> like sing to himself or whatever. <laughs> I, I yeah. actually saw that guy again, the Jeff no. Dunn. I saw him again, just randomly walking <laughs> yes. downtown Seattle. And I just like fucking avert my, avert my eyes. That's crazy. I don't know if he's like, cause he's seen me for sure. He's seen me, uh, at least two times since uh we had our amazing our, amazing a ride along for the ages uh and he doesn't act like yeah. he recognizes me he's still very very pleasant and effusive and and like bubbly and and mystical and shit but i don't i don't <laughs> like he thanked me for my service genuinely uh-huh those two times that i saw him again <laughs> So I, I think I that he's all there. He's not all there. He, I mean, he's probably not all there, right? I, I can. I don't if you that. see him again, though, you really should like take a take a second and go up to him and say, "Hey, I just want you to know um, that you are loved in a very special way. You are loved by a lot of people. Um, carry that with you. I think you should let him know that, and then just, just walk him. away. Just tell him, just tell him loves him. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, give him give him one of those uh, Ahmed the Dead Terrorist Christmas cards this year that says, like, <laughs> "I kill you, Merry Christmas." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I can't, I'll never well, get over the oh, I, the I, first time I saw him after that after that peak season when he was my helper. The first time I saw him was bending over to like yep. gag gaggle or whatever you call it, like Google a baby. Uh-huh, uh-huh. In a baby yep. carriage. He was just like to serenade a baby. In the middle of co in like the beginning <laughs> when everybody knew about it. Yeah. What a baby's face. And you know, you know that he has a weird stance on hand washing. <laughs> Sorry, were you gonna say something else? No, I was just gonna say I'm about to get off the uh, phone so other people can talk, but I just want to say about the, the veggie the veggie dino nuggets um uh-huh. i found them at uh i'm in portland i found them at winco and i don't know if you have freddie fred myers down in in near no nah, we have winco at, though Tony, but okay but i've seen them at yeah, okay. winco um i yeah, heard they like they're, bang they're, i heard they're they, really when they good first, when they're pretty good and when they first hit the market they were like it was like fuck it was like three or four dollars for that huge fucking box yeah, and exactly. Now they're like now they're like eight now they're like eight dollars a box, which is still a good deal Ooh, because it's a huge box. God damn it, Joe Brandon. But it, I know it. I I wish I I know I wish I had like stocked up when I first saw them. So yeah. So anyway, my my thing now though is uh, wanted, uh oh. is uh, hit, hitting them the the uh, like we have like a, a connoisseur here ranch market, and they have the restaurant size yeah. bags. Of they're just I they're just called like it's just like it's just called veggie meat is like the company, and they they they're the ones that make the bone uh, in wings, the little sugarcane bone in wings. They make uh, a, a like a like a oh, yeah, like a yeah. five pound thing of nuggets for like twenty bucks, and that's what we've been getting now. But I would like to get Dino Nuggets if I can because oh, they all they, those ones taste really good. But I want to try the Dino Nuggets because I I hear they're yeah. um they're they're you know because we eat pretty healthy, but Dino Nuggets are definitely are like. Our guilty pleasure. Yeah, if they're, wrong with dino if they're shaped like dinos, they're definitely healthier. So yeah, it's uh, it's fuel. It's a nice play on words. Fuel. Exactly. All right, boys. Love talking to you guys. Uh, have a good night. So. Peace. Yeah. Appreciate peace. You. Have a good one. All right. Bye. That came back. Nice. That worked, worked out nice. Out. It sounded good. It sounded good. I should have just like stopped him. him from the beginning. Yeah, I just um, saw the realize it was the feedback. And then I was like, oh, shit. Um, uh, oh, let me see. Here's something. Somebody wrote in, actually. This one comes from Anna Asteroid, uh, who is a wonderful street fighter, yeah, top yeah. notch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh? I said, what's up, Anna? I think we're Facebook friends. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're buds. We're internet buds. Proud to call him a uh, Street Fight listener. Uh, it says, hey, Brett, it's been nice to see you on the up and up lately. I wanted to call tonight, but I'm having a social anxiety day. So I thought I'd just see if you all got if you all got around to email instead. You did. This is the rare day that I checked one of my 3,000 important emails. Um, I've been following Tony's work on the Everybody Eats project, and it's so dope. Our local mutual aid group had a hot meal program until recently. It had been going for a couple years, and some of the other organizers had left. Life stuff happened, so it was put on pause. Uh, but personally, I really miss it. I've been trying to figure out a way to fit in a meal program into my schedule. 
Anyway, I think the model he's got going seems super cool. And uh, if you have time to get into it, I want to hear about the logistics of it, like equipment and ingredient sourcing and, and how you handle stuff, if you don't mind. Yeah, hell yeah. Uh, thanks. Um, yeah, I've, it's something I've been I've been doing something like this for a long time. And I think I kind of finally got dialed into where it's like a nice little structure. And to be honest, this is something I'm just able to do because of like my my availability and my time I have. So what everybody eats is it's basically a uh I, I I have like dinners at my house. And um we sell plates for you know a certain amount of money. And uh there's they're really good. Everything's really like, really good, everything's really made from scratch, really high quality vegan food. Um where you can buy the food it's or really, you can donate a plate. It's and so, so good. thank you. Thank yeah. you. Appreciate that. Yeah, you got you got you got you gotta eat some. Um, yeah, I came down to uh, California recently. You made me the uh, uh, mushroom. What what kind of mushrooms are they? Yeah, it was the oyster mushrooms, the fried oyster mushrooms. Yeah, fried oyster mo- mushrooms, like fried chicken. Uh, it was so fucking good. Good. Yeah. Steve and like really good texture. Thank you. I go back and forth between like soul food and Italian food and it's all vegan. I mean, it's just the stuff I grew up eating. Uh, but the cool thing is I've – because – Luckily, we're surrounded by so many like amazing people. You can do things like this, where the whole structure is: um, you can buy a plate, you can you know buy it, prepay for it online, and come get it that night, and you can get it to go or hang out, or you can donate a plate, um, where for five or ten dollars you can donate, which is called a plate, and that goes into a fund to pay for people who maybe can't swing it that week or whatever, or just you know maybe like you know it's you were trying to have date night, but it's like tough. So maybe we just want to do one plate. Cool. We got the other one for you. Um, and so everyone comes together that night. And what happens is because people are so cool, uh, a lot more people donate than, um, than actually like buy stuff. So we have this like little bit of money left over where the next week, what we do is we, um, do like a food distribution. I just wake up mad early one morning and I, um, I make a ton of burritos. Uh, like last week, we made 65 burritos, which is pretty cool. Uh, 65 breakfast burritos. And then homies come through and pick up like 10, 15, 20, and they go around and they, we just distribute them to the on house uh, folks around here, um, to our neighbors. Uh, that, and it, sometimes they're accompanied with like heat kits if we got enough money. So, like, you know, water, hydration, sunscreen, deodorant, stuff like that. And it's just, it's, it's just tight. It just, um, I'm lucky enough to be able to do it, uh, so we do it. And we have such a sick crew around here that, like, I was supposed to have it last night, right? Supposed to have it last night. Yesterday is officially, it's overturned. We got to hit the streets. The people who come to this are so tight that I had some people be like, "Hey, I can't come tonight. Gonna be in the streets." So I, I postponed it. So we're doing it next week. Um, and it's just this like exercise in mutual aid that uh. Because my mom works at a produce stand, I get really cheap produce. Um, because I have access to this place called like Restaurant Depot, I get really cheap ingredients. Um, because I have like the skills to cook and the time to do it, I'm able to do it. Um, and I, because I have like the the community around me, including a lot of y'all, um, we're able to do it. It's tight. It's just everybody eats. We just make food. We eat food. We buy food. We hang out, um, and we build community around food. And it's tight. Uh, and yeah, so thanks to everyone who's ever done it. You can, you can like find it through me, um, mostly through like my Instagram or my Twitter. 
Um, but it's everybody eats at Big Cartel, and you can pre-buy plates or donate plates. And we've been able to do a lot of like cool stuff, and it's just kind of just beginning. So, oh uh, yeah, it's it's tight. Thank you for asking. I I really like that. <laughs> Rocks. Thank yeah. you. Shit. Yeah. All right. Next cow. Thanks for calling Street Fight. Who are we talking to tonight? It's Adam. Howdy. What's up? Oh, hey. Oh, what's there. good? What's up, guys? I'm not getting feedback. Am I? I have you on a speaker, so I'm watching the Stanley Cup. Well, it's um, a little hard to hear you, but I, it's I, a little little feedbacky. Okay, here I'll turn it off then. Get on the real damn phone. All right, or maybe just mute it. I'm on. I'm on. I'm on the regular phone now. Much okay. better. What's up, though? What's up? Hey, where 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 are you streaming the game from? Where am I streaming the game? Uh, yeah. I have this like password to Verizon that's like apparently oh, like owned right. by like thousand people or whatever. Um, so I'm using <laughs> my ESPN Plus. But if you didn't hear it from me, you can just search NHL streams Reddit. Wait, I didn't realize. Like a, I didn't realize it was on Hulu. It's on Hulu. Oh, never. <laughs> oh yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, you know by Hulu Live. League that they that they just hand that shit out for free. So yeah, they're, they're dumb like so that. you can yeah you can stream you can stream it anywhere. But yeah, I I want to say first first off after hearing the FedEx guy discussion, the FedEx guy delivers my car parts, and I always run out in in, in my <laughs> underwear to go get the car parts from. I know that they're fucking heavy as shit, and. I, I know the man has just harbors deep resentment for yeah, me for having to yeah. pull it out. So I always run out and grab those things. And yeah, you're say, one of the. Good- I'm really sorry <laughs> I ordered this. <laughs> when, a tip doesn't hurt either, you know. Not not me. I always shame them. I say you should have joined a union, and then I slam the door in their face. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's what my uh, my buddy my buddy's a uh, a mail a mail carrier, and he always like says like, "Oh, treat those FedEx guys like shit, like fuck them." <laughs> I'm like, well, I, you know, I I can't, you know, I can't help. I'm not in the union, you know, I I can't be part of these partisan fights that you're a part of. <laughs> I uh, one day always so, had, but yeah. almost all had really good FedEx guy. Like, I won't take over your call with this story. It's just really quick. Like, this, like I've had FedEx guys on my route leave me water on a hot day, like, without even talking to me. They just put a, a cold bottle on my step and a little note from FedEx, you know? Like, I, I appreciate those dudes. I mean, but as a customer, I understand. If you you might have uh, issues now and then, you know, with, with UPS, too, probably. You know, none of us are perfect, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> No, I love. I, actually, my mail carrier is the only one that I have issues with because he's afraid of my dog, and so he like acts really weird about it. You know, he, I've been trying. It's been a whole thing. I'm not gonna make the call about me like having to get up in my postman's face. You know, because it was the, it was one of the darkest things I've ever had to do is argue with my 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 mail carrier because you know I me and Nathan, my old co-host on South Paws, we you know we went to the post office museum. And we met a mail carrier there, and we thanked him for his service. And he looked at it like looked at us like we were insane people. Um, <laughs> but you know that's how important the post office is to me. So it was it, it hurt my soul to have to argue with this guy. But you know, 
it got resolved. It got resolved eventually. <laughs> I am so tight with my post office, like, uh, because like I, the way I use the post office, uh, with a lot of you might know the way I use the post office, I am so tight with them. They are <laughs> like, I, I like don't bake bread really that much anymore. I used to bake mad bread. The only people who get bread now are the post office. <laughs> they still get they still get a loaf a month. I bring it I bring in two just for them. Like my me and my post office are mad good. They don't ask no questions. <laughs> Dude, I, the post the post I love like my buddy that I go bowling with. He's he's a mail carrier and he he's the one, same one who said like fuck fuck FedEx. But that man literally I've never met anybody who loves their job so much and just like wants to deliver the mail. Super fuck, like just obsessed <laughs> with how it gets done. Like he fucking loves it. It's incredible. I'm, I'm jealous. I don't a, have that kind of purpose in my life. Is he a full time like per, uh, mail carrier? How long has he been working there? He's on. So he's uh. So he's uh. He's he's currently fourth in line to get a route. So he's been there. I don't know about three four years. Um, yep. and so he's still in like Crazy. the filling status or whatever, but he is, yeah, he is currently fourth on the list. So we're hoping, we're hoping for him to get it in about a year and a half. So cool. that's cool. what it's looking like. And he's just like counting the days when he's just like, I get fucking Sundays off. I get, I know when my days off are like, he's like, it's, it's just going to be, just- be smooth sailing from there. Just for a little balance, just for a little balance. I, I don't want I don't want to you necessarily out them, uh, but I know they're a street fighter. One of the homies uh, was a postal carrier and just just stopped doing that job and posted this amazing montage on their Instagram stories uh, about like all the bullshit they had to put up with, like all the broken equipment, like how much they had to fix like their own cars, like all like like the, uh, so hear all this, but know that the post the postal service is like not out of. Um, they're not out of it yet. Like the USPS is still struggling. Um, yeah, it's and, for, you know, it's, it's still struggling very hard. Yeah, so like, this is, it, it is a sick ass job. It is a sick ass job. Um, but it is still struggling and they're still like definitely fucking going through it. Um, and it, but it, and it's bullshit yeah, that they're letting it happen. And like, and you have, I mean, do you have places like, like Amazon to thank for that? Yeah. I mean, just like, you know, you're talking about repairing the cars. Those fucking groomins that they drive around still are like mm-hmm. nearly forty mm-hmm. years old. They're running on the Iron Duke, which is like one of the all-time worst but best Wild. engines of all time. And yeah, they're yeah, it, it's fucking nuts. Like what they yeah, I mean, like my buddy works. He you know frequently works sixty seventy hours a week, uh, just because he's the fill-in guy. So they're just like, all right, like yeah, you're you're done, but you're going to the other post the you know the other post office now so but yeah. he still can do shit it's like where the other day we were going bowling and he he just clocked out and said i'm not fucking going and they're like oh well you have to he's like well no i already clocked out so like if you make me clock back in i'm filing a grievance <laughs> like, you know still has, they still have a about. bit of that like they still have it like yeah, I, yeah. I was joking the other day i was like I was like, I was like, man, why would you ever want to be a manager at the post office? Because you just get like fucking fools like my buddy just like punking you every day of your life. <laughs> like, it's just, I, why would you be a manager? It, it sounds, it, it, you know, it, it sounds like shit. Yeah, it sounds brutal. They get it you. It makes me feel like, like, like yeah. man. When you're like 18, <laughs> you 
yes loading trucks and somebody you know a full-time manager or your supervisor comes up to you and you're they're like hey do you want to buy a subaru wrx yep you're like, yeah yeah uh, all right yeah sure <laughs> and then they give you uh two dollar an hour <laughs> make you in put you in of like 50 year old union guys it's like the it's like the most and teamsters i mean at least in my experience on the west coast we are uh a bit more militant than like the usps uh from everything mm -hmm. i'm hearing it's not good at the usps with their not great like their militancy or their uh overall uh vibe it's not it's not nice over there uh like six years five six years to get a route that sucks and that the, sucks the you have yeah. to put up with or you get a route as a post op, as a postal work carrier, way worse than what you have to put up with at, at UPS. Mm -hmm. UPS, you're sure you're going to do like 50 hour weeks, maybe uh, 55, maybe 60 during peak season, but like you're still just you know five days a week. You're yeah. still just, and you might get called in on a six day, but that's going to be your up to your 60th hour, and you get time and, and a you half. get paid for that. You get time. You get time and a half on your sixth day, but like. It's nowhere near, I mean, if you're a postal carrier, like you said, you don't know what days you're getting off and you don't get two days off in a row. Uh, my, my girlfriend, she used to no. work. She, she was a postal carrier for like, I don't remember, I always forget, like six months, maybe less. Uh, and she, her and her friend walked off the job because she tried to demand uh, like two days off in a row. And Man. They, or come in and she's like all right i'm done with this and it doesn't that sound is such bad. a shame because she would be such an awesome like i would love to work at a place where she delivered my mail it'd be such a pleasant part of my day <laughs> that's a that's a goddamn shame yeah 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 it's it's a hard it's a hard job you you do get the government pension you get the federal pension though like which is like i mean that that that's a pretty that's a that's a gold watch right there yeah, it's a good job. I mean, the yeah. USPS historically is like one of the generators of the middle class. It's like it, mm -hmm. USPS yeah. up, uplifted like so many uh, black people out of poverty, a lot of white mm -hmm. people out of poverty. Mm -hmm. It's like it's like firefighter. You know, it's like historically like a good job. And they've been trying to fucking kill it for like 50 to 60 yeah. years, probably since its inception, you know. But yeah, and they they almost got there. I think they almost they really almost got there uh with putting DeJoy in charge of it and mm -hmm. then um what was it what else just happened recently with the US I mean just the funding in general is uh you know having to pay those pensions yeah uh 75 years into the future like that is that is exactly. putting a, a stranglehold on the on the USBS right now which is something by the way that no other company yeah. does and can don't know it's just mandated by congress who wants to kill the post office so it makes them fund mm -hmm. their yeah. pension 75 years in the future it's the one job that i still yeah. actually I, I still like routinely apply for uh usps jobs <laughs> the one job I, I still like like do that I, for. I, dude i'm a software i'm a software engineer and i still try to get a post office job because i'm like i yeah, want in yeah. on this this is this, this it has to be job. the right one though but yeah, I, I really want to work at the one yeah. that's like down the street from me because it seems like I live in a really weird community. Um, I feel like that because uh -huh. when I go to this post office, it is it's always some sort of lit. It's either like it's either like the sweetest grandma like sending obvi was obviously cookies, or it's like somebody probably sending like a radio that's on to nobody. 
<laughs> like you know, it, it's nothing. There's no there's no in between. Like there's no there's no in between. And like it, it it's 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 rad. I want like I want that job real bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it, it sounds it sounds sick. Yeah. But but no, so I what I wanted to call about was not to describe my buddy's post office job, which is like half of my life uh, because I'm so jealous of it. Uh, but I did want to talk a little Facebook Marketplace with you guys because I know Brett Brett's a big <laughs> reseller. You guys are the Facebook guys, like. And I recently tried to get in on the car flipping game, and it mm. was a fucking hell. It was a, it was an absolute hell. It was the worst yeah. thing I've ever, I met the craziest people I've ever met in my life. It was just like such a waste of my time. And oh, it was awful. awful. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> were the interactions but, like? Yeah, yeah. So, what's, an example? what's that? What was the interactions so, like? So, so some people might know I owned a 78 Cadillac Eldorado for, um, for about six months. I, I hate that past tense. tense. That past tense oh. fucking sucks. <laughs> that that no, ED at the end of I own. I just got tattooed on my arm. I got a tattoo on my arm because this, this, that car taught me so many lessons about <laughs> everything. As as much as as much um, as you as much as you isn't have enabled me to continue driving my car, I can't believe you sold that car. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why. See, I have to trick someone else into like the horrible True. car. Yeah. Purpose, I got. I got like, you. Uh, I, I got you. I, I, got you. Can't, I can't. Yeah, I can't handle it. But um. Oh, it's running like yeah, a top so now. We're good. Old, yeah. So I own this. I own this old Cadillac, and it was fucking sweet. It was wild. Um, oh, it was definitely a car that's like for a specific kind of person. Like it was fucking glittery purple. It had gator seats, wood grain in it. It was old. It like wasn't in perfect condition, but it was pretty good, and it was great to drive. So I got it from a guy who had to move it really fucking quick because his HOA was complaining about a pimp mobile being parked on the street. And That's racism. So, you That's know, straight up racism. Like, it, oh, it absolutely was. Absolutely. And uh, so I bought the car from him for like a pretty decent price after like researching it. We'll say I bought the car. I'm a Japanese car guy. And I really just kind of got into cars fairly recently so, you know, and plus the market right now is just like so bonkers. Uh, like if you try to buy a used car right now, like you're aware that you can't even buy like a reasonable car for like less than $10,000 right now. Dude, so honestly, that I guy, that it, person fucked like, up by like not calling Tamika Mallory. Like they should have called Tamika Mallory <laughs> like, hey, they're trying to get rid of my Cadillac. And I know you fucking love Cadillac. <laughs> this is clearly, this is clearly a racism. Can you get your, can you get your people on it? <laughs> can you can you get Sean King to tweet about my Cadillac being taken off my property by my HOA, please? <laughs> she would have probably done it. Yeah. So yeah, so, you know if it was with I bought it knowing I bought it knowing there were a couple things wrong, and I about. wanted I wanted to be able to like kind of like learn like I kind of wrapped up a lot of stuff on my Miata, which was the first car I bought. Um, to like learn to work on a car and so i wanted something that like had more things wrong with it so i could like learn on it and then i was like well i got this for a pretty reasonable price i'll sell it to buy uh my supercharger that i put on my miata like later because and so i was like mm -hmm. i was like yeah like i'm a smart guy like i can do this 
So I drove it for a while and it was, it's awesome. Like it was, it was an excellent car. It, you know, I've always loved those big cars and, um, I fixed a lot of stuff. I learned a lot about working on cars on that, on that car. Like, uh, my wife just bought like a, a JDM car and like without having owned that car, I would not be able to like do the things that we need to on her car to make it run and we'd have to sell it. So it was great in that <laughs> sense. But so then I go to sell it. I list it, right? I I don't know if you guys have ever sold anything on Facebook Marketplace, but like obviously, you know, especially with big ticket items like a car, there's a lot of people who just waste your time, right? Off the bat. Me. They're me. Those people are doing me. wild stuff. Yes. But the wildest part is it's not even people that want to get down to business. Like, you know, being like, okay, well, I'm going to offer you a low ball offer. Those people are whatever. Like, I understand. I do the same shit. Like, I can, you know, I can just be like, no, I'm not selling it for that. That, that doesn't bother me. Like, what, what got wild mm-hmm. was I would get guys that are just, like, clearly, like, chronically lonely um, that want to oh, call yeah. and just talk about cars. <laughs> like, dude, I would get these guys calling me from all over to be like, oh, like, let me call you. And they'd be talking to me, and they'd be telling me, like, every car they've ever fucking bought in their life. Like, I'm, like, sitting on the yeah. phone. for like I, I sat on the, on the phone for an hour with the guy who lived in Kentucky. Just, like, he's, like, telling me about cars he bought. Like, and I'm just, like, dog, are you, like, I, I'm not going to drive the car to you. Like, <laughs> do yeah. you want the car or not by the end? But then I get I get this guy who want who goes oh well I want to trade um, for a Mercedes uh, SL from the you know from the 80s like classic um, R107 like car I fucking I absolutely love and I was like yeah okay like this man proceeds to spend about a month and a half detailing his medical oh. history that he's going through he's sending me pictures of like cysts in his leg and shit like. He's oh. like, I'm in the hospital right now getting this thing oh, out. Man. I'm like, dog, if you want the fucking car or not, <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm not oh, a doctor. Lord. Like, are you dying? Like, dude, I, no, I you don't. Me and it's like, but you know what I'm saying? I'm selling, I'm selling the cyst. I'm selling the cyst also on Facebook Marketplace. <laughs> like, Once I move this cyst, I'm gonna come get the car. I mean, like, I was like, I was like, kind of like, well, are you like trying to communicate to me that you're like dying soon? And like, it's your dying dream to like drive an Eldorado again. Like, I'm like, I just like, I'm like, what yeah. the fuck is happening? Like, like, let's, let's figure this. I did actually, what's the wildest part is I met the guy eventually. He came, no. he came to, to, to Chapel Hill. Uh, and then the motherfuckers unwrapping the cyst and shit that he's getting. Like, he's no. showing it to me in a parking lot of a Whole Foods. <laughs> and like, and then he finally goes. He finally looks at it. Like, and he's like, "Oh yeah, like you know, like yeah, actually, I think I'm. I want to go '80s, uh, '80s Cadillac instead." <laughs> like, he should have been real. Oh, like, honestly, I don't think my. He should have been like, I, honestly, I think that if my sis leaks on this alligator, it's really gonna ruin it. So I can't really take it right now. <laughs> I gotta wait till this this sis stops leaking. It really fucks up alligator, as you know. <laughs> well that's the thing is like the car so that's what always would happen to me because like what i'll get into next is like the guy like a guy would get kind of into it and be like this is fun and then their wife would see it and get racist is like how it kind of would go like they'd be like you oh she'd be like oh what do you think you are snoop dog 
Yeah, dude, like, I mean, because I will not lie. Like, when I drove the car, I got a lot of, like, did not expect a guy like you driving the car. Because, like, obviously, like, I'm a younger white guy. And I chose to interpret it as, you know, a yeah. younger guy. Like, because my buddy, the, you know, the guy who sold it to me, the guy that I, I'm now friends with, and, and uh, he would get the same comment, like, because he's also a younger dude. And they're just not popular with young guys right now. And so, like, you know, I would kind of try to steer the, the the conversation away from the other thing that I, you know, kind of felt like people were trying to say, because, you know, that, I, you know, that, that that's nonsense. But so then, so yeah, so then I finally get a guy who's like, he's sending me cash. He's like, I'm buying it. He sends me cash. There's this guy that I played in a band with. Like, I got a, another Facebook or, you know, Facebook response, and I started playing uh, harmonica for this guy, these guys' band. And I drove it to the gig, and then, like, they were like, oh, we want to buy it. The guy sends me all the money, like, a week before he buys it, or wants to, he comes to pick it up. He, like, gets nice. there. His wife has a – his wife goes ballistic on him about how, like, he can't fix the car. Why do you think he wanted this? Blah, blah, blah. When the whole time, she's the one who said she wanted it at the gig. She was the one, like, because I was like, okay, like, you guys are drunk or whatever, you know, like, we'll talk later. And then they, you know, they go, they, she goes ballistic on him. She's, like, yelling at him in my driveway, like, you can't fix the car. Like, what the hell are you fucking Aww. thinking, blah, blah, blah. Well, she's just, like, blasting a cigarette. <laughs> like, oh, my, dude, you got right? this thing out of my driveway, man. Like, <laughs> I have your money. What are you saying? That's so brutal. Could, you, could he fix a car? Could he work on a car? No, no, no. He's a moron. Yeah, he's he's a fucking idiot. Well, like, uh, yeah. Like, you know, that's not my problem. That's not my problem. I I had the money in my bank account. <laughs> like, I was it sucks like, you. Were, I'm like, dude. I don't know what to tell. I would tell you, like, take the keys. <laughs> like, like, you were probably you were probably like. You were like, dog, you guys were drunk. And he was like, I know, but that's when you say what you really mean. And she liked the car. And like, I was just, <laughs> I was just watching that, uh, like Chloe Kardashian bought, bought, uh, Travis, uh, uh, tra uh, Travis Barker, uh, Cadillac. And that's romantic. And I want to do that. And it's cool. I think it's going to be beautiful. There you go. And it totally just backfired. And she was like, I was drunk, dog. I thought it looked cool. Like purple flake is tight. Don't buy it for me. <laughs> That's, yeah, that's, that's I, brutal. Know, I, that's so sad. I'm not here. I wasn't, you know, they had to pay extra if they want to be a marriage, if they wanted a marriage counselor with the car. Yeah. Like, you yeah. know, I, you know, that's not my, that's not my specialty. I, you know, I can improvise, but you got to pay me. So, so yeah. I did eventually, cause the guy, part of our deal did include me giving, he gave me some time in his vacation house. Uh, I still got the vacation house and then I sold the car eventually for like a little bit less than i was trying to sell it for him so i still came out kind of ahead, oh cool but cool. It was good good literally good. the worst thing that's ever happened to me it's like dealing with selling this car for two months selling it to like an older guy who then tried to hustle me like in the dmv like with like a three-card monty with the, the hundred dollar bills and i'm like dog stop touching the money <laughs> Like, so it's still it was one last <laughs> It was just, the yeah, worst. It, it, but dude, I cannot recommend, I mean, 
Facebook Marketplace uh, is a great place sometimes, but do ne- never sell a car on there. <laughs> it's a nightmare. Yeah. Yeah, there's you're inviting some the wild west into your life when you do that kind of thing. Especially for that amount of money mm-hmm. too. Yeah, right. Yeah, everybody I, I, thinks that like they're buying a car, like it's your job to like make them feel good about spending that much money. <laughs> and I'm just kind of like, do you want it or not? Like, I don't, I don't have that in me to be like, oh, yeah. but like seriously, like just imagine yourself. Like, you know, I, I <laughs> I've never been good at sales or anything like that because it's just like it it, it just hurts my soul to to do that kind of thing. I'm just like, Yo, you know what you Cadillac know what? means, right? <laughs> Dude, it had a CB radio in it. Like, what more do you need to know oh, about yeah. luxury? Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, I mean, it, it, you know, it object. I, I am a little bummed I don't have it anymore. But you know, my wife Sarah's car is very cool, and uh, you know, that kind of very is cool. occupying a lot of my time with with repairing and, and keeping that itch scratched. And I mean, it was just it was just too many crappy cars like sitting, you know, that were falling apart in my driveway that I was like, I got to get one, rid of one of them. So, but I did, you know, I did then go ahead and break my Miata by putting a supercharger on it. Cause that, that's been its own special hell of like finding out how I don't really know very much about cars. <laughs> so, you know, there's always, it's always an adventure. Like when, when you think you learn to like repair cars, what you really learn is how to like break them in ways that like you make them better in a way that nobody really, no normal person ever wants a car to be like, like, okay, well it's like better in a way that like 99% of the population who drives a car would never think about. And it's worse in every single way that they would think a car is good because it just Hmm. breaks randomly And it's really uncomfortable to ride in sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, thanks for calling loud. in. Yeah. We gotta we gotta get moving. Sure. But I appreciate Peace, it. Okay. I always go, I always go too long, and you guys gotta kick me off. It's it's fine. I, I know. <laughs> and we're having a great time. We appreciate we the you call, though, as yeah. always. Yeah. Peace it's, out. Good talk to you guys. Yeah. Uh, enjoy the the rest of the Stanley Cup, and uh, I'll talk to you guys later. Peace, God. All right, two more to go. Thanks for calling Street Fight. Who are we talking to tonight? Hello. Hey, is this me? Sure is. Hey, this is Matt from Baton Rouge. Hey, Matt. Howdy. Uh, I wanted to talk about um, butt rock specifically on the DeWalt radio in a mechanic shop. Right? Oh, shit. <laughs> it's it's natural environment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm a mechanic yep. for a uh, I won't I won't say the name of the company, but it's like one of the big garbage companies. Okay. And uh, you, so naturally, mech- there's a there's a, one of the guys that um has a radio and just playing all the butt rock hits uh five finger death punch avenge sevenfold wow. a lot of aaron it's Lewis, cool. a lot of tom mcdonald okay yeah i don't know if tom mcdonald counts as butt rock but he is fascinating uh i um i'm so happy i still can't recognize a five finger death punch song in the wild uh without guessing 
Like there's like two like Bad Company, their cover of Bad Company. I know that one. And then I I listened to like a full album of theirs the first time I talked about them on an old podcast. And it truly bad, but I I what it would be yeah, just butt rock mixed with metalcore. Butt rock mixed with like kill switch engage. And then it probably moved more towards like fake gent type stuff, but still very uh, masculine. Yeah, it's um, if 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 there's lyrics about Jekyll and Hyde or demons inside, it's probably Five Finger Death Punch. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Look so bad. Uh, Ivan Moody, the singer for Five Finger Death Punch, wrote a poetry book, and yep. Mm-hmm. Can get my hands on it. I think Brian and I might do another podcast about it. At least include that. <clears throat> they make some of the best merch in the game too, and so mm-hmm. I, they're one of those things I'm happy exists because it's like, it kind of it's a good social cue, you know. Like if somebody in like a five finger death punch like shirt, kind of like rubs me the wrong way, I like know not to like. They because they're probably pretty. They're probably loose cannon. <laughs> you know, I probably got to chill. I probably should chill and not, not, I shouldn't, I probably shouldn't poke the bear. They wear you that know, on their, on their clothing as a warning. Yeah. They're, they're telling me on their shirt that they will use all five fingers to death punch me. And like, so I got, it's good to know when they, you see that. The logo is so cheesy. It sucks so bad. It's a, it's a brass knuckles with like skulls inside the finger holes mm-hmm. and the brass knuckles have spikes on them. I think it, I don't, I'm trying to think of what it looks like. It looks like a stamp you would put into, into like a cookie dough. It's so bad. It's like such an awful logo. I mean, uh, yeah. Offspring had, it's a Christmas I, sugar cookie. Yeah. Offspring had one that was really bad too. It was like their flaming skull inside of a wheel or like inside of a flaming wheel. Circle. Like a brand. And it looks like a cattle brand. You know, it's awful. Mm-hmm. That's your stance like really on, the, like on the farming company design. Yeah, yeah. It looks it looks like it looks like what you know a quote Walmart board would have looked like, you know? Or or you know what it looks like? It looks like a uh, a quarter a pizza shop quarter vending machine sticker. <laughs> but maybe not even that good. It looks like a rear window decal you yeah, get. Yeah, you, you get one of those or you get like a homies. Yeah, hell yeah. I'm happy that those are fully back. When did those start? I don't even remember those as a kid, as like a young kid. We were talking late, about late nineties. Okay, late nineties, early two thousands. Uh, yeah, that's when I remember them. Yeah. The thrift store always had them. That's where the I got them. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, we were talking about all the crazy, great quote, crazy shit we used to get out of vending machines. Just mainly like the stickers, which we did realize. Ani and I, we came to the conclusion that uh, the alien stickers with the different. <sighs> oh. Uh, items for a head is the original NFT. That's the original NFT artwork. Oh, wow. Rubric, but you'd slot in different images. Like Amazing. the alien head would be a baseball in this one. The alien yeah. be an eight ball in this one, which is way sicker. Wow. That one's so good. You dork. The, uh, uh, a peace sign, you know, it was, and then what were a the yin and yang? Yeah. Oh what man. Was, that's so sick. There was another series kind of like that that had oh mushrooms. There were like you know you'd get a big mushroom and the inside mm-hmm. of the mushroom would be like leopard print, or it would be you know different color or whatever. See, we that was the original NFT, and they were worth they were worth even more because they were priceless. Yeah. 
And once you put it on something, there really is only one, you know? I got a really cool uh, dragon fighting uh, panther temporary tattoo on like my probably 11th, you know, 10th or 11th birthday down in, uh, I think it was Doheny Beach. Um, oh, yeah. One of the vending machines. And it was, yeah, I, I wanted that tattoo to last forever. They do yeah. now. They kind of do now. They last so long. P had one the other day and like like the other week and it, it, I was like, are you not taking showers? Are you not showering when you're in the shower? And she's like, no, it's just, just yeah. And they, they, they last for so long now. It's just tight. Technology has come, come a long way now. Yeah. Yeah. Did they still get that like scabby thing where they break apart? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They still look like, like the last like four days looks terrible, but, um, but yeah, it's still there. It holds on. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, in addition to the Butt Rock and, and Tom McDonald and whatnot, there's also some, like, pretty decent stuff. He plays some Black Sabbath or uh, some Gary Newman sometimes, which is a weird mix-up. Interesting. All right. But uh, I actually had a question for uh, Alex. I wanted to know your opinion on the, uh, the Ronnie James Dio albums for uh, Black Sabbath. Uh, well, okay. So I'm mostly guilty of not listening to them that much. And that's only because I don't like him that much. Uh, I've heard like one really good black Sabbath, uh, heaven and hell era. I think it is Dio track. I'm trying to, it's called like heavier than the wind or heavy as the wind or something like that. And I've never really sought it out, but I was like, damn, this is all right. This is pretty sick. I'm just, I'm not, I'm not a big fan of Dio's style that much, you know, respect. Mm-hmm. Uh, look who's still alive. It's Ozzy. It's not Dio. So, I mean. Uh, oh, but, you don't like Dio's style? Because that's funny. Because I, I I swear I've seen you throw the horns up before. It's still I feel the, like I've seen it, you do that. Who actually invented the horns, Tony? Okay. It hasn't been proven without a doubt that it was. Name, he, name, name the other person that might be. Name the other person it might be. Uh, we don't have time to get into all the other people. It might have, might have been. Uh, it, was probably, it was probably a black guy. It was probably someone black. It was, Sha- that's, I mean, <laughs> Shadow of. We're gonna go and say that. Is there a Dio song, Dio Sabbath song called Shadow of the Wind? I think that's what it's called. But anyway, <laughs> uh, that's kind of my opinion. the The Born Again album is fun. Uh, what's his name? Ian from. Is it Ian from Deep Purple? Who's who sings on that album? I. Anyway, yeah, there's a lot of DNA with Deep Purple and uh, Rainbow. Right. So I, uh, oh man, what's, okay, so I don't know. That's stupid. I'm not going to go into that. But uh, (laughs) Well, there's, it's so funny. Richie Blackmore has been in so many bands with other colors in the title and his last name is Blackmore. Like, very funny. But um, I respect it. Yeah. No. What do you think about the Dio albums? What's your, what's your verdict on them? I, I think Dio is an acquired taste, but uh, I think Mob Rules is a fun album. Uh, Henry Rollins is actually a big fan of that one, which is funny. I used to be like a huge Henry Rollins like spoken word person, and he talks um, about. We're gonna go to his like tour that's happening lot. now. Uh, you say, Tony? No, no tours for me. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, I um I haven't listened to Mob Rule. I've heard of it obviously many times, uh, but I don't uh I haven't listened to it. Um 
when I when I want something that's like close to Sabbath but not Sabbath, I, I go to Pentagram. They're like yeah. second favorite. Pentagram kind of heavy, yeah. Old band. I uh, really really like them a lot. I think I just saw them on a bill, like on a on a pretty big bill. I didn't know that guy was like still alive, and I mean he was canceled too. He's like dying and canceled. Oh. <laughs> I um. Yeah, but I saw their name on a bill. What I can't remember his name at the moment, but there's a documentary about him that's like crushing, uh, like his his addiction. Well, yeah, he got canceled and is dying. I mean, it sounds like it's going to be a bummer documentary. Yeah, it's like it's got him like looking for rocks in his fucking carpet. It's pretty bad. Brutal. Oh, yeah, so that's why the- that's why things are bad because we don't have behind the music anymore. We can't show the kids what not to do. I love Dio Sabbath. Um, Heaven and Hell rocks. The song "Die Young" is really good. It's like so hard, so fast, and like charging. And uh, yeah, and Mob Rules is a great album too. I'll have to get, give those a, another chance. Uh, I'm a little, I'm a little more tolerant now. My or older years. Um, what was I just gonna? I don't know. I forgot. It was. I, I think was, that Bone Thugs and Bone Thugs actually invented the metal horns. We're gonna say that. That's who. Mm-hmm. Oh. It was actually it was actually Crazy Bone from Bone Thugs. You know who's super heavy from that era too that you wouldn't expect is Jethro Tull. Oh yeah, yeah. Works. They have a lot, and also Tony Iommi like appears on TV with them in like 1960 something. It's like some really? variety, sick. but it's apparently not his audio. It's not his guitar in the. It's weird, but. Oh. You can see them; they're playing like some weird uh, country swing type. But and you can see Tony Iommi's like long hair and his head's just down, and he's playing. But it's not him. Um, but they have a live album. Jethro Tull has a live album called uh, "Live at Isle of Wight," and I think it's it's nineteen seventy one or something like that. So good. If you can find even just the audio version of that album, it's so good and it's it's really fucking heavy. There's like some really heavy bass jams on there. Uh really sick tone for a bass guitar. I like them live so much better than uh on their records. There there's somebody who was sold on me like way later on in life and when how it finally got sold to me was like no no, they kind of sound like you want them, them to sound with their name. But like heavy, like they, yeah. their names sound like they sound, um, and it, it has a. Uh, uh, I'm also a sucker for any type of like bass heavy stuff that almost has like a funk influence, and um, they, they they definitely yeah. deliver that. Yeah, yeah, it's like I, you know, their Aqualung is like their main song that people know, and I don't, yeah. I don't like that song. Oh, that song sucks in my yeah. opinion. Not, not great. Uh, but yeah, the live at Isle of Wight is like is sick and heavy and psychedelic and and full of a lot of good talent but it's also like uh uh what's the word it's got jazz it's got like a little more jazz in it than black sabbath does black sabbath goes into like the funk and jazz shit which i love but uh they're a little they lean they have a keyboard you know a piano piano keyboardist in there it is uh, it is on youtube by the way all hour and 40 minutes of it is on youtube oh is it he he took that shit down man that ian anderson that guy's annoying he like tried to rid it from the internet i have it on dvd try to like take it off the internet and you couldn't listen to the audio version anymore i, it, I guess it, it, it has some weird like name on it but you can find it sorry i didn't mean to uh t- 
take over your Sabbath talk with Jethro Tull. Oh, no, that's great. It's good stuff. Uh, I'm going to free up the line for uh, the last few callers, but uh, thanks for answering my questions. Oh, yeah. yeah. Appreciate it. Have a great one. Yeah, have a There's good one. really no better question than a, a Sabbath question for Alexander. I almost wore my a Sabbath shirt tonight. You wore a good shirt, though. Yeah, I had to think. I had to think about it. By which I mean, I I went reached into a certain section and was like, "That's a good one." Yeah. I I I also changed shirts because I thought you wouldn't be able to see the other one, but you can't see this one either. But you know, it's whatever. I, I wore my Zulu shirt tonight. Oh, I love that shirt. So yeah. No Shout one see, does that say. Wait. No, yeah, the no. the the abolish white hardcore. Yeah. No, and I slept on the pre-order twice. I just was broke like those weeks. It's it sucked so bad. I hated, I had to be being like, I got, got to be responsible and not pre-order this T-shirt, and I, I had to do it like twice. It sucked. But anyway, yeah, shout out Zulu. Yeah, I got a ticket buying story that's really annoying that maybe I'll tell later at some point. Ooh. Yeah. Um. Well, let's get this last caller in here. Oh, you know what else I wanted to say when you were talking about the the U.S. the post office workers and all that stuff when we were talking uh -huh. about that? Um, I got somebody made as like um, I don't know, like a knickknack or just uh, uh, a train, like something you get on vacations uh, from in, from Texas. It's a retired post office door, like when you go inside from a post office box. They take the door and then they mount it in a, like a wooden box. And then it's like a little safe, like a piggy bank, basically. That's tight. They made them in like the 50s and 60s as like, uh, like I said, like a souvenir. But mm. I uh, go to sell this one and this person replies to me. They're like, awesome. Can you make sure you get it out tonight? Because I want to make sure they get it by Saturday. It's a gift. They're retiring from the post office. And I'm like, man. I, that's so that just to me sucks that you're always like tied to your job people think yeah. that, like that's all you are you even if you don't have the blue socks on like you still in your heart are wearing that use that post office uniform yeah, yeah it, uh, it, also if anyone should understand it not getting there on time it's it's them yeah <laughs> yeah i don't understand that there's like so many people on these in these Facebook groups that I never would have imagined was a type of guy or or a girl like just people who like do Facebook or sorry UPS photo shoots you know and uh -huh. like people who make it their whole personality and like people who s sell and buy Brown Lives Matter stickers I just make fun oh, of those people. Fuck yeah! They yeah. post it. Like you're a fucking dork. Like get a real personality. <laughs> it, it's some fucking hobby or interest, or maybe you do like your job. Uh, don't get a fucking uh, bastardized Black Lives Matter flag to pretend like you're that important. Shut the fuck up. You, yeah. You know what? I have a shirt that we can sell to make all the money. It's gonna say, uh, "You might not recognize me today because I'm not brown." <laughs> and it's, it's for you to wear when you're off the clock. And you yeah. go into the place you deliver at, and you go, eh, a, a. Yeah, totally. They'd love to see me too, and just chat. They probably would. Probably would. I get along with most of my customers. There's people I see because uh, a lot, like you know, seventy-five, maybe 
60% of my route is business. So I'm seeing the same receivers every day. Yeah, I, there was also, I remember in the car forums forever ago, there was this guy that had like a Volkswagen Corrado and he got it painted UPS Brown because he worked for UPS. And like, oh, that's, that's kind of a sick color though. That's yeah. Kind of a sick sports color. car. It was tight. It was cool. Yeah, never tell anybody the reason. Yeah, 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 but they, that's why they did it. There's was there was there was there like a hint of gold with that gold color? Yeah. They did the badges for the, the yellow on the back. Yeah, man, I I hate I hate how hard I got to give it up to UPS because they fucking yo know, they like for real. So years and years ago, seeing Huff, remember Huff? Like when Huff was just a shoe store, when Keith Huffnagle was just a shoe store. Now it's a clothing company, and major whatever. Um, seeing an interview with him in like 2007, uh, showing his Huff bootleg of a UPS logo, talking about like getting a cease and desist uh, for it, but like not caring because it looks so good. Like uh -huh. that shit changed my life, and I'm like, yeah, that's that's totally that that looks it looks so. I hate how hard they nailed it. Like UPS and Sherman Williams like killed the game. Like stop <laughs> advertising, stop designing. They well, did the best. We, they, we changed the seal. They changed the seal. It used to have the, the package on top of the seal, you know, like mm -hmm. the shield kind of look. Yeah. Now it's now it's just a like a swoosh, like a like a, like somebody's got kind of like emo hair bangs. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you're talking. I'm, I'm looking at it right now. Swoopy bangs. I think yeah. this probably happened um, during Obama. <laughs> I think this was Obama's um, problem, Obama's fault. Let me just say this and then we can take the call. Uh, the, I do, you know, I have to wear a uniform for UPS and like under most circumstances, if not all circumstances, I'm like anti-uniform, right? Nobody should have to wear a uniform. Uh, just, you know, that says they're, they're like, oh, I'm owned by this company or whatever, but I don't mind wearing the UPS uniform because it's brown. So it looks cool. It's a good color and I can get it dirty as fuck. You can, shit, can, you can shit yourself. I can shit myself. I can yeah. stain my fence because uh, I'm standing it brown. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, work mm -hmm. uniform, right? Um, and it's also like it is good to not have people question me when I go into places that I'm normally not supposed to be going into. It's just like they don't even approach me because they see the uniform. Now, it's pretty cool. Now I have I have a question about that because like so when I used to work for Starbucks years and years ago, um, it was a huge deal that you have to take your apron off. Because while you're wearing the, the uniform, you're like representing the company to the point where I remember one time someone pulled up to the Starbucks I was working at. Like they pulled up like to fight me and like I had to fight them. I was like 20 and um, and uh, my manager was like, take your apron off. <laughs> and so like I did and like, I, you know, I fight him. I, you know, I packed him out in the parking lot and um, and I went back to work and the whole thing was I had to take my apron off. And that was like a big deal was like. Hey, don't wear don't wear your apron. Like, don't don't get home with like your apron around your neck because if you like get in a car accident, they could like sue Starbucks. And like, it's funny that like, I is that not um, a, a concern? Is that like a, a union thing? Dude, my me and my stepdad who also works for UPS go and get drunk in our uniforms at the bar. Oh, I feel like I feel like if I was off that day, I would put my uniform on to go get drunk with my stepdad in the same uniform. <laughs> That's just because, like, I want a dad. It just depends. Like, there is code of conduct and all that. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to step on that. <laughs> uh, there is code of conduct on how you're supposed to act around your dad and stepdad and stuff like that. 
True. Uh, yeah. But, uh, but nobody really enforces it. Like it do, it depends on the center. You can pretty much do whatever you want with your dad or stepdad because of the well, union. Like, you know, if you want to go get tattooed with your dad, it's like, okay, well, that's how's that going to look in the company? You're going to have to wear long sleeves now for the rest of your life at work if you got tattooed with your dad. If you got tattooed with your dad. Yeah. Do you have to cover your tattoos? Not at the center I'm at. The center I'm okay, at cool. is pretty cool. The the union I'm part of, the local I'm part of is pretty pretty on top of things. So there's kind of like a grudging respect from both sides, you know, uh, at, at the workplace. It's kind of nice. Good, good. My old also, you look really cat. tough, so they're probably scared of you. That's right. Yeah, see? <laughs> <laughs> you got to ban the sleeve, ban the tattoos early, and then you don't get into that problem. You can't ban this tattoo. It makes me tough. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get this last call in. Thanks for calling Street Fighter. Who are we talking to tonight? Uh, hello. Hello. Uh, this is Ryan from Springfield. Hey, how's it going? Hey, what's up, Ryan? Doing good. Uh, I just have uh, three really quick points. Uh, so one, uh, I appreciate both your shows. I actually, I know a lot of people like actually find out about Minion Dev Code uh, from Street Fight Radio, but I'm like reverse. Mm -hmm. I was listening to Minion Dev Code first and then Street Fight Radio. By the way, it's, uh, I've been glad to uh, listen to both of your shows. <clears throat> you can rub that in and, to Brett. Uh, Brett. He's, yeah, yeah, flex. We, we sent Ryan over to you guys. No big deal. Here's some <laughs> referral money. <laughs> <laughs> So the second point, uh, real quick, is that I want to announce, I'm just kind of being the messenger boy here, but I want to announce a uh, new union just got formed. Hi. All right. Good news. The, uh, where, where, yeah. So the union's uh, name, it's uh, the United Workers of Seven Seas. Uh, Seven Seas is a... Uh, manga and light novel that is a Japanese young adult novel publishers. Uh, oh, these guys, Ooh. you know, they're the ones who get like the contracts and yeah, yeah, you know, the contracts and you know, they licensing all that shit, you know. Uh, even getting exploited a lot, yeah. and so you know, naturally, they work to form a union. And luckily, luckily, the Seven Seas. Decided they saw the majority of cards, you know, signing saying, yeah, we want to join. And they foregoed having a election and just voluntarily recognized the union. Good. That's all. That's always cool. I'm, I'm looking at the website right yeah, now. Uh, it's, um, it's, it's uw7s.com. Looks super, super good. Yeah, like this and, is a, a positive thing because it's super niche. And I do know that like a lot of like uh, manga and comic stuff has become like, pretty factoried out and um kind of like they use like the fiber model these days and um that's not that's not okay yeah and so uh they also have a twitter which is at underscore uw7s uh there were still some issues to work on in the future like a lot of translators for example and literal are often on contract and so they're trying to figure out how to get you know, those two workers, uh, type of workers into the uh, union as well. Yeah, but it's, still, it's so far, a, so good. 
yeah, that's uh, it's really encouraging to hear. I gotta say, I I I would not have cared um, a week uh, three weeks ago, um, but three weeks ago my like coffee shop be uh started carrying like entire entire like like manga catalogs, uh, so I, I I I've never really read them before, um, and I I and I started reading a Chainsaw Man, um, and it fucking rules. Yeah, I and I really good. love I it. Read it yet? It's fantastic. It's super fun. Um, like it's, it's, it's literally about this, this like guy who hunts demons, who is like part demon because his old demon dog, who was a chainsaw dog, (laughs) uh, they were going to die and they made an agreement. The demon was like, I'll keep you alive if you host me. And the dude was like, Oh, yo, you're my best friend anyways. Like I, like I have no friends and, um, and they like bond in this pact, right? And so now the guy can like become a chainsaw man, who's a guy that is a chainsaw. Can he wield uh, himself? Can he like does he riveting. his oh his head, his face and hands are chainsaws? And um they only retract if he runs out of blood. Uh, <laughs> so it's 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 fantastic. Uh the first yeah, like court cool. the first like the first like quarter of it is like his motivation is not like fighting demons. It's like, is that he like finally has access to food that's good and mm-hmm. might be able to touch boobs one day. <laughs> and like, that's like the whole motivation of the first quarter <laughs> of it. And, it, and it, it's, it's fantastic. So anyways, um, that made, that put me onto the whole manga thing. And I ended up finding out about this stuff really fast about how uh, predator, like not like how like take advantage of, the, these things are like I said. They take the whole fiber model where they just like farm it out, and they end up with like you know mediocre stuff for underpaid people. But they have yeah. It, so it's it's tight that this is happening, and they need the support because they they don't even have ten thousand followers yet. Um. So yeah, definitely give them a follow at that. Yeah, mm-hmm. the underscore uw7s. Um. Very cool. Um. Yeah, I think yeah. it's important that the arts start moving in that direction of unionizing, um. Because we need it as like yeah. independent okay. contractors. It's like a, just a cool sounding union too. United workers of the seven seas. It's like, yeah, it's good. Yeah, it like the logo is really shit. charming. <laughs> it, yeah. The logo is really charming. It's like, it's like a, it's like a compass with like, but cool lettering and like charming waves behind it. It's, it's well, it's, it's tight. Uh, that's cool. Sorry. So yeah, thanks for putting us on that. Yeah, no problem. So uh, one last final thing before, and then I'll get out of here. Uh, I just wanted to say a uh, shout out to all my comrades who showed up uh, in uh, Eugene uh, the other night. And uh, <laughs> you guys made the Springfield Police Department, the Eugene Police Department, the UFO Police Department, and the federal and the feds all scared. And I say, good Hell job, yeah. you guys. You know, uh, yeah. they, you know. Those guys, you know, those guys too, they, they shot at a nurse with like pepper balls and hit it with a baton and shit. And they did nothing when there was a boogaloo boy standing there with an AR-15. So, you know, mm-hmm. that's typical of them, a bunch of fucking cowards. But, uh, you know, my comrades, they were very brave last night. I just want to give a shout out to them. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Awesome. If we're going to pay them, you know, let's, if we're going to pay them, let's keep them scared and make them work hard. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
So yeah, uh, that, that's all I wanted to call in. Uh, thank you guys so much for having me. And I hope you all have a nice day. Thanks for calling yeah, in. Appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks, friend. Very cool. All right. Good call. Thanks for doing that with me. Yeah, yeah that was a great time. Line, I wonder what you're thinking. Behind those eyes, I can see your gears spinning fast. Adeline, I understand your inhibitions. But listen to me, please, and I will ease your I've had a lot of time to think about what I'd say to you Baby, there's nothing to say But if you'd be so kind as to listen to my last confession I love you, I love you Baby, 